What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, 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 aka new, new Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in the desert storm, buck over EWF and CGAC got a lot in the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. And we appreciate you for being here. We got a great show for you today. We're going to go over some data and some facts um, of a demographic of people that have been marketed to heavily. And they're going to be probably a burden on you when you start getting your money right. Wait till I get my money right. All right. They're going to be a heavy burden on you because they're going to be out here playing the old sad love song wrecking my brain. They're going to be like, well, I'm strong and independent. I have my own job and my own money. We're going to go over some data. In fact, it is, in fact, the single strong and independent women are the ticking financial time bomb that you must avoid, gentlemen. I'm going to be in my Tom Likas spirit. Shout out to the dad that you never had, Tom Likas. And we're going to talk about this because people want to be like, well, we've already talked about it. No, we got to warn you, brothers, man. This is going to be real. We got some new research and data that said these, this segment of women are going to be the most fight. Let me go ahead and put up an article here. Let me just show you right here. It says right here, this is an article right here, just so you see. We're going to show you several articles. It says more American women are single than ever before, and it's costing them big money. I got money. It's costing they ass lots and lots of money. I'm rich, and of course, romantic pay transparency. It says more uh, majority of Americans seeking a romantic partner who makes at least $30,000. I mean, that's pretty low, but that's the average. More American women, as you guys know, they're going to be more and more American single women. American woman, just let me be he. We know they're in trouble because I know a lot of women in my age group and in, in her dad's age group. All right, anyway, her mom's age group, I'm definitely more than a 10. All right, but uh, anyway. Let's go over this show. Let's put up the banner and show you what's going on here. This this includes divorcees. This includes single mamas or single mammies. This includes women that said, I ain't never going to get married. Of course, we're going to give you some data, some data related to this. And why then eventually they'll try to pass on those bad things and say, what happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, they're going to be like, hey, I'm still a viable option. I went, I went on this meetup with this chick. She's a... Uh, was she from Poland? I think she was from Poland. All right. She wasn't bad. She was just she was just older and down and out. And I'll give her credit. She said she just moved here last year and didn't know a stitch of English. So I was like, OK, good. You'll do. You'll do for on a slow Tuesday. All right. Oh, and by the way, it is it is Tuesday. We got to acknowledge our. Does. All right. It is Tuesday. All right. I'm tripping. We got to acknowledge our gorditas, but you see the subject matter crawling, crawling, crawling across the screen, I think. Yeah, you do see it. So let's acknowledge our slow Tuesdays. All right. And uh, shout out to them. I got some new gorditas, too. Uh, let's do our national anthem here. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 
260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. <laughs> How many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh. No, I cannot. Oh. Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Okay, girl, get it. And her cousin know, all right? Her cousin know how much she be in these streets. Her cousin know, she know. In these streets. Believe me, all the family members know. The cousin looking at her like, yep. And you think this girl been out here 304 and since she was 13. This one over here. All right. She just got active out here in these streets. In these streets. Because of Tinder and plenty of whales. Okay. These mastodons out here been getting active the last 15, 20 years. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shout out to everybody on Tuesday. Yes, indeed. My warm embrace. Oh, yeah. It's going to be warm in that bed. All right, it's going to be actually a little bit too hot. But anyway, let's get in here to, to contribute to the day show. Dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Vimo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on both channels. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get in here without further ado and acknowledge the earlier contributors to the day show before we get way too far behind. Albert Wesker doubles up. Broke XX's are a ticking time bomb like Brian Pillman. Rest in peace to Brian Pillman. They are a ticking time bomb like Brian Pillman. Then he says XX has called themselves queen while having four roommates mm. or living at home with their parents mm. or also owning a home. We'll talk about that. But also living with roommates. Yes, they be out here. Queen, I'm balling out here. Risk, it ain't nothing wrong with it, but uh, you ain't doing nothing out here. Risk Khalifa, why hire a hitman? Just get hubby to do the job. All right, shout out to you, man. The yeah, new, 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 new wait, world get hus hu wait, get hubby the jab. All right, he said, I messed it up. He says, why hire a hitman? Just get hubby the jab. Well, it wasn't her husband. But I see what you're saying. New, new, and uh, new, new world order. he said, just give him the jab. Uh, by the way, Jamie Foxx, the news on Jamie Foxx, I haven't touched on it because we don't know what the news is. All right. I don't know what the news is. People are like, why people ain't talking about it? I really don't know. I mean, I don't know what the truth is. You got somebody that revealed the truth supposedly close to him. Um, then you got him not saying something. He's speaking through spokespeople. Spokespeople said he was out playing uh, a paddle ball. And then the next week, he about to die. I mean, we don't know what's next week. He paralyzed and blind. All right. We really ain't getting any information. And it's very curious. He's a private guy again. Uh, but it's very curious. That's why we can't get a legit story. There's probably people in black suits telling him, don't say nothing. Mm. <laughs> All right. We'll give you money. We'll pay for you. We'll pay for your stroke surgery. We'll do whatever. We'll, 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 we'll clone you. We'll rehab your face. Whatever they're doing, there's people that's telling him, don't say shit. All right. And that's kind of what I believe is happening. The story I believe is happening is people selling him. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. New, 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 new world. Order. And with that, I don't have anything to report. Marriage causes divorces. XXs are very emotional and get bored easily. So why does so many men think that XXs are going to stay happily married? Rest in peace to the hope strategist. Well, these men don't understand women. All right. I understand women. Women are have the attention span of uh of a uh 16 year old child a boy a 16 year old boy their attention span is not very good this is why they 
are somewhat better than us at multitasking. And we compartmentalize things and we can take a task and focus on it and be deliberate. We can focus on it. Oftentimes, just them talking to us throws us off. All right. That happened to me today. There was a young piece of calico. I call her a Tessa. Plain Jane. All right. And she's sitting there. I'm taking my dog to the trainer and she meets me outside and she's like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm in school and I'm enrolled in calculus. She's a junior college chick. Uh, nothing to write home about. Just the easy little plain Jane. I call them Tessas. Anyway, this Tessa's is just barking off on me and I'm doing this and I'm in the lab class. And I'm like, and, and Nova's a little frisky, a little bit distracted herself because she a female dog or as um as we call them in the real world. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. So Tessa's talking to me. I'm trying to get Nova calmed down to take him to the train, take her to the trainer. And I can't focus on Tessa. I'm like, Tessa, another time. All right. If I didn't have Nova, Tef Tessa probably wouldn't even talk to me. But here's Tessa just a yapping, yapping away. And I'm just and I dad finally said, all right, Tessa, have a good day. <laughs> all right. Go going about your business. That's because men don't multitask. We compartmentalize. We got a duty. We focus on the duty. We focus on that job. We do this thing. One thing. Women are all kind of over, all over the place. They can multitask. They be text messaging, taking a poop. They be uh, filing their fingernails, talking on the phone. They doing it all. Trying to do their taxes at the same time. And they having 50 thoughts, pounding around, and then nothing really gets done. Mm. Everything gets half-assedly done. <laughs> right? Half-assedly done. They don't get the result. But anyway, this is how men work. Men are task-oriented. We can't get distracted. And thus, what tends to happen is we can be happy focusing on one thing as opposed to 50 other things. And hope strategists men simply don't understand women at all. All right, I know this. I understand them. And I don't let them go out of their limits, ladies. This is a really good situation. I always tell I'm the best situation you got. I'll give you your limits. All right, but you don't get to jump out and just color outside the lines. They want to color outside the lines when it's convenient for them. And then they want to make sure you color inside the lines the entire time. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Shout out to the Hope Strategist. Uh, Rational Rationality dating apps are like that old car magazine auto trader. Oh, I remember that. For 304s, someone. For 304s, someone takes them for a spin, sees a dent, rusts them out, and sells them again. Price is wrong. Yeah, they do. They come in with blemishes and whatnot and be like, I know my value. My value is going up, up, and up, up, up. The Working Man Podcast, Coach. I missed the live from last night what happened. Here's an early contribution to the N-word jar because you know it's going to happen here. Oh, that's the wrong one. New, 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 new and he world. said, I got money. I got money. Um, if um, you cannot see last night's stream, it is because it is blocked in certain areas, and I knew it would be. Oprah Winfrey got me. I told you. I told you Oprah was going to get me. All right, so uh, I played a clip from the Oprah Winfrey. Own, it was an own clip, that clip about the black man that was just getting roasted by, by a couple of black women out there, older black women. That clip got uh, blocked. That, got, that clip got my stream blocked, but it's not blocked everywhere. It's just blocked in certain places. So I told you that that was going to happen. Anyway, we got David and Goliath. Double D Dave is in the building. We got ELS. Okay, that was from last night. Let me check the Venmo. Let me check the Venmo. Um, yeah, when I, I know certain networks that automatically are going to ban or block clips. 
and uh, own is a one of them. All right, own is one of them. Uh, what do we got here? C Dub says, Coach, there's a new AI robot called Moxie Robot to teach your kids age five to ten. I posted a commercial on locals, but here is the YouTube link. Send it. Well, we will have robot teachers because teachers, again, uh, somebody says teachers not a real job. I didn't say teaching is not a real job. I said teaching is not a full time job. All right. So somebody got that misquoted me on that one. Teaching is certainly a real job, but it's not a full time job. And thus, less people will be inclined to do it. And yes, you will have robots teaching your kids. Dude, we are really in a messed up situation. New, 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 we're new like in a order. we're like in the twilight zone. And this didn't just start happening yesterday. All of this was set up for us to be able to do um, a long time ago. The the powers that be knew where we were going to be. New, 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 new world order. Macaroni Tony, he says, you got to warn us next time you break out that damn snake. Pause. I damn near crashed listening to the replay this morning. He told me to chill, chill with the snake. Chill, 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 All right. We had the snake out. Chill, 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 chill. All right. Mo tripping. <laughs> All right. Let me do PayPal and then we'll get on to the show. I don't want to get too far behind. All right. That's what she said. Let me see what PayPal got this morning. Let me see. Okay. We do got, we got one. We got one PayPal. That's what I'm talking about. Is this Triggerverse? Who is this? I think it is. He says, Free agent lifestyle for life. He says, got my money back up and steady working on better things. No straggle strays. Let these women 304 burn. Hit the like button. Can I get a pastor X? We call them Reverend X over here. And don't save them. They don't want to be saved. They done told your ass a long time ago. And Reverend X got something to say early this morning. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Y'all ninjas be trying to save them. And in the meantime, talk about you a player. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a player. But you are just a big old monkey simp. That's what you are. All right. You, you a player. All right. Anyway, want to be player ass. Hey, let's kick the show off with some new, since it's Tuesday, the glory of the Gordita. The glory of the Gordita. Who's, whose Tia is this? All right, you guys got to watch out, man. These Tia's out here dangerous with the thing. Check her out. Lord have mercy. She a thick one. Let's get it here. Oh, boy, this is going to be a funky night. She all the five foot one ninja. hundred and ten pounds. And look, the cousins, the the her 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 daughters ain't that far behind. Lord, Lord Jesus. The Gloria Gordita, she four foot nine, Ninja. She four foot nine, four ten, four eleven, Ninja. And she'll put that funk all over you, bruh. Man, that room gonna be funky. Hey, man, you can't fake the funk. That room was, whoa. You ain't never smelt the funk of 40,000 years, but she going to put it on you. 
She going to put it on you, brothers. Hey, we talk about the flat backs and having standards, but hold up for a second. Boy, Santa Ana, here I come. San Antonio, hello. <laughs> mm. Yeesh. Man, get your tea. That woman's 50 years old, bro. 50. Arriba, arriba. Underlay, underlay. Arriba, arriba, arriba. Hi, hi, Tuesday, here we are. We're here for Tuesday. Ladies, there's a place for you. There's always a place at the table. And sisters, Man, these women outdoing you. Where's Tia again? Let's pull her up again. Let's make sure we can get her safe for work here. Man, they be outdoing you. She be cooking you tacos, making you carne asada, pico de gallo, chorizo and eggs, ninja. What? Hey, chorizo and eggs, brother. She making you tamales. Five foot top. This is a butterball turkey, brother. And it will be a good night. It will be a good night. Shout out to you. It'll be a good night. I'm telling you, Tuesdays be litty over here, bro. Been there, done that. All right, been there, done that. Shout out to her, brother. Somebody get your Tia in place here. Now, after you bust, Ninja, you're going to have to go through. You're going to have to go through a little bit of post-nut clarity there. You're going to see some things you're going to wish you didn't see. Ninja said, Chippy Chungus. All right, and the room going to smell like Badussie, like you ain't never smelt it before. It's going to be grease-filled Badussie. It's going to smell like grease mm. and Badussie. It's going to be crazy. This is a family show, though. <laughs> right where we at? Lord, have mercy. All right, shout out to the Gorditas, man. They, they're, hey, guys, in this country, I know people are tripping. In this country, that's going to be the normal woman. That woman will be the second norm woman in America. <laughs> All right? Y'all better get used to them. They flying across, bro. They coming across in droves, and that not just Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala. All right, they coming from everywhere, bro. Cuba, Cuba, Puerto Rico. Well, that's in the United States, but they still coming. They coming from everywhere, bro. All five of four eleven, and wider and heavier than a Chevy. Heavy Chevys, brother. El Salvador. They coming from everywhere. You gonna be hands full. Anyway, <laughs> yep, Venezuela, they coming, bro. Hey, man, you're going to have that. Hey, in 20 years, that's going to be the normal American woman. She's going to be the American woman. American woman, just let me be he. Husband can't get over yet. Husband still stuck in Venezuela. Husband still stuck in El Salvador. Like, can I get around? Nope. She like, hey, look. She like, uh, hey, baby, you going to send me money to come pick, come get me across the border? And she's like this. She said, uh, I'm sorry, what? No. Oh, man, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for you dudes. Hey, black men, it's a wrap for y'all. I know you're going to be all over it. Um, <laughs> You black men, you black men, are, are you guys are in trouble, bro. Sisters, y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble because you know brother's going to run straight to that. As soon as they see it, brother. The older, the better. She knows tricks these young girls don't know. She knows tricks young girls don't know. Young girls be 22, 24, like, I'll give you the bunani. She don't know nothing. This woman will do some tricks to you. You like. Have you been a part of a donkey show? What is this shit? Mm. She grew up 
at a young age in a small village in Mexico. And they was already doing this shit. She knows stuff. <laughs> she knows stuff that are scared the hell out of you. All right, let's get to what I'm going on right now. All right, uh, here's another. She says, I don't even need a title out here. I don't need no title to be your girl. I'm your girl regardless of title. And, of course, she's a gordita. All right, look, take a look. She chunky. She ain't got no hair weave. All right, she looks Spanish, as they call them in the West, in the Eastern United States. She's Spanish. All right. I didn't realize people were named after a language. I mean, is that your culture, Spanish? All right, shout out to my Spanish people. I mean, is that Spain or what? Is that a language or what? It's kind of like it's like it's kind of like Kanye people. They'd be like, well, we're not white. We're I'm not going to say what race, what people we know. I can't say that. And you're like, well, that's a religion. Well, no, it's a culture and a race too. wait, wait, come on. bro. All right, let's hear her. See the title. I'm not a title type chick. I don't care. Like if we like each other and we're vibing and we're on the same page about what we're doing, then that's enough for me. So if he was like, "Yeah, I like you. We vibing. Can you go pick my son up from San Bernardino?" Yeah, I've done it. He's like, "Yeah, I like you. I'll take him to practice." I like you. We vibing. Um, can you come over and cook for me? I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm on my way. You're not my girlfriend though. I didn't ask to be your girl. But I want you to cook for me. I'm on my way. Hey. Hey, this is what Tuesdays are for. You, she built for a Tuesday. She built for a Tuesday. This is a sister. Barely. She's she half black and half Mexican. Is he saying that? Not my girlfriend. Okay. No, she knows. Oh, we're, yeah. we're not together. Uh, yeah, yeah. We vibing, but I want this meal. You gonna go cook the meal? Mm -hmm. Because uh, it's not about we, the. We're not my girlfriend. We mm -hmm. vibing, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, but oh, you know that. Hey, she like no strings attached. Boy, there's a trap to that, Ninja. There's a trap. She's setting you up. Look at the eyes. She's setting y'all up. Don't fall for this, Ninja. Because what you're going to do is you be like, you cool? All right, I'm going to bust inside your guts. And now you're done. Now you're on child support. All right, so watch out, man. This is a trap. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to start a podcast. Can you loan me $700? Now you got to get out. Oh, no. Okay, now you ain't getting no money. She's like, she's like, you ain't getting no money from me. All right. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do all that. I'll cook. I'll pick up your kids. I'll pay your child support. Man, wait, wait. Pay your child support? No. You borrow some money? No, because she ain't got no money. She ain't got no money. All right. She broke. I got money. And, and to be honest with you, that's one of the catches is she's broke. All right. Her, her dwelling, her living situation is absolute tragic because she spends her time doing this for a lot of men. Not just one man, a lot of men. And uh, her living situation is not going to improve you. And it's not going to improve her. So, yes, this seems like a good deal. It's not a good deal. Um, she's basically going to bring you down. You don't need all of that. You don't need that. We can just live here in this comfortable one-bedroom apartment in, um, in, in Chino Hills. And, and San Bernardino. Like, who's, who's doing that? Who's living out their dreams in San Bernardino, bro? Not I. <laughs> Somebody said, sign me up. I'll take that. Yeah, y'all ninjas going to be done. All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater. Let's get into it. We got, man, we got some straggles in this show today. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, I don't have the intro. There it is. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater. This should be a good one. Uh, first of all, we got to tell y'all guys what's going on here. Uh, in the United Kingdom, well, in England. All right, if you don't know your geography, England and the United Kingdom are not the same thing, although they are within one, where they're one's within the other. 
but the United Kingdom, something different. So is Great Britain. Mm. Hey, man, trust me on this one. You don't want to think about it. But anyway, in England, apparently the itchy scratchy is going around like crazy. Gonorrhea and syphilis. Sex infections reach record levels in England. Mm. Boy, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. What do I tell you about dudes and you guys going Roski? All right. Because dudes be like, I'll always strap up. No, you don't. No, you don't. Stop lying to yourself. We know what's going on. We know how it gets down in the DM. And then you come over there. She goes over there. She opens the legs. If she, guys, especially girls that are for free, right? I get girls. I run game on them and I mack them up. Them girls never let you mud on a condom. All right. Because they're in their mind, they're like, I don't want them to think I get around like this. And she does. So do you. And y'all both going, are you clean? Are you clean? After you done stroked it, sucked on it, spit on it, done everything to it. Then you ask if you clean after the fact or right in the middle of it. Hey, hey, are you clean? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. You ain't had a test in 12 years. You ain't got no labs or no panels done in your whole life. Talking about you clean. Okay. Neither is she. She been with six dudes last week. So here's what's happening here. And look, this is just the, the data is the data. I actually gone over data of condom usage, and it's not as prevalent as people would make it believe. Now, when you're at the junior college, you want to go ahead and strap up. And they want to strap up because there's an incentive for them to strap up. Because if they don't strap up, they broke and rent due. They don't need to. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. They don't need that type of problems. Okay. But when you're messing with normie chicks, they rarely let you put on the condom. And then don't have no, and don't have two or three meetings. You meet up with them once. You use the condom. She's still with her ex. Ex still having Roski sex. Ex still has Roski sex with her. Then she's making you wait and then makes you put on the condom the first time. Then the second time you put on the condom, it slips. And then you're like, oh, what the hell? Third time you're going in raw. Then she's got to get rid of the ex. All right. Because she's got multiple men going rosky. This is what you normies do. And the data, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> Let's go ahead and read it right here. England is seeing record highs of gonorrhea and syphilis. This is also because women are running around here more than ever in these streets. As much as people want to say this before I read this, women have were not made to be fornicating. They're what in these streets. They are not made. Ladies, your anatomy is not made to be fornicating. I know you want to do what men do because you want to do everything we do. And I'm going to be like the men and throw my thing around. Your thing is not meant to be getting rammed through by multiple men. It's not in these streets. It's not. I mean, just just think about it. It's a whole right. And it's got mucus and bacteria and all kind of whoever left it in there and multiple men's DNA. And I mean, it is not. You sit there and be fuming and boiling. It's all musty. It's not. Yeah, they got it's not meant to be fornicated with. And the, the, the ultimate results of this, even in the Bible, they insinuate this. They, they actually say this. It's kind of like, hey, look. You got to stay clean. Got to keep that thing clean as a whistle. All right. In the days where pros used to work and they didn't use condoms. Okay. They didn't use condoms. STDs were rampant. And the one of the reasons why is not because Dirty Johnson Rodney. It's not because Dirty Johnson Rodney running around here with the dirty salami. No. It is not. 
his anatomy can seem willingly, willingly, most of the time, his anatomy can overcome that, especially if he's cut. Okay, and I don't want to get into that type of uh, argument there, but if his meat is cut, pause, he's pretty much good, <laughs> right? He's He's got a lower chance to catch many STIs. It lowers it significantly. Now, if he's uncut, it rises significantly. But on the adverse or the other side, women, the way you're designed, bruh, it ain't for that. It ain't for that. You can't be having just stuff just sitting up in there. <laughs> All right. Can't. They will let you clap the cheeks, roar, and then jump in. Don't take no shower. Don't rinse themselves off nothing. They just keep on moving, leaking. And this is what causes it. Now it's just sitting up in there festering and boiling. And this is what you got. And it's also the booty bandits out here. Y'all too, brothers. It ain't meant for that. Although, listen, you can do what you want, but there's a lot of booty bandits out here, and that ain't meant for that either. So that's causing it and it's not around the salami it's a never mind i'm doing i'm doing i'm doing education for you guys all right no what normally listen i'm not gonna get into it but let me just keep it going all right it's normally never let me let me just keep it pg here this is the morning show this is a family show this is the family show all right let me get into it here i'm just educating the youngins okay here we go <laughs> All right, England is seeing record high levels of gonorrhea and syphilis, which are STIs, following a dip during the COVID years, new figures reveal. People are being urged to practice safe intercourse to protect themselves and get tested if they may be at risk. Yeah, everybody got to get tested, man. By the way, a test, if you don't have medical insurance, you can go to a lab. There's blood labs. There's labs here that do a variety of tests. You can get the STI package. You can get the you can get the you can get the syphilis and the gonorrhea only. You can get the syphilis, gonorrhea, and chlamydia. You can get the syphilis, gonorrhea, HIV, and herpes. You can get the whole gamut for about 150 bucks. 150. 150. All right. 150. All right. No insurance going up in there. Now, if you catch something, then you're gonna need some uh, penicillin. All right, anyway. <laughs> There were, what, 82,000 cases of gonorrhea in 2022, up 50% from uh, recorded the previous year. And syphilis increased by 15%, and they passing around the itchy scratchy, especially on the cruises there. There's the charts. Uh, herp derp is down, thank goodness. All right, herp derp down, syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydia, all up. The age group most likely to be diagnosed with the STI, people 15 to 24. Uh, forget what you heard about young people, teenagers not having sex. I mean, teenagers, that's what they do. All right. People think teenagers don't have any, they're not interested in it. No, teenagers do. And all these so-called children, right? They're kids. They're young and dumb. They don't know what they're doing. They shouldn't be having, guess what? The kid, the people who are, are not supposed to be having sex are having the sex. Mm. <laughs> right. You guys got to not slip on teenagers, man. Teenagers are very, very, they can get it in. They go find a way to get it in. The next highest group got to be old people, like older than 55. All right, let me see here. We're, we're done with that. All right, we're done with that. We're not, we're not going to go in the uh, sex ed. Okay. And of course, teenage women and, and young women uh, up to age 24 
are having more sex than men. So when we talk about these things, let's put it in the context. STIs are going high. When I said women are probably the ones that are kind of carrying it around, women are like, no, it's the dirty Johnson Rodney. Well, let's go back to this data. Um, 33% of men under the age of 30 are having no sex compared to only 18%, 17 to 18% of women in the same age group. Okay, women in that age group are having the most sex. As a matter of fact, women identify themselves in sexual relationships or, or relationships in general. Let me let me pull up this uh, data right here just so you can see. Let me see if I can pull it up. Do I have it? Do I have it up? I think, what, what did it say? Like 60? Oh, here it is right here. This is the data I wanted to pull up. All right, so, it, so it's the women that are having it. It says right here. Um, record 63% of men in their 20s are single and that's compared to 34% of women so so overwhelmingly 56% of women around here got somebody and these 34% what are they doing the majority of them having sex still but you got 50% of men not you got 33% of men not having any sex and then the rest of them not in even in, in any relationship none okay so who's doing all the sex it's the women and the young women the young women yes and these old generation X uh, women too, man. These old generation X women, I can't take y'all. I can't take y'all. Y'all too much. All right, straggling single say, Okay, we got a young Kaylee straggle, a mealy mouth muskrat. All right, as we call him here, a Kaylee straggle is gonna tell her sniggle boyfriend that he spends too much time with this Porsche 911. All right, so there she is right there, all sloppy yogurt and all that, and she doesn't have her makeup. With makeup, she probably looked pretty good. Uh, without makeup, this is what he sees at home. He doesn't see her or how she looks on Instagram. This is how he sees her when you move in, guys. Take notes. I know it's still not bad, but how she looks on Instagram and how she looks for you are going to be two different things. All right, let's hear what she has to say. Since you've gotten the Porsche, all you do is spend money on it. You literally spend the stupidest amount of money on it, and all you do is sit in the garage. You sit in the garage all day. You don't even spend time with me. It's me or the car. Pick one. Well, that didn't work out for her. That didn't work out for her. Yes, that's a Desert Storm bunker material right there. Well, that went sideways. I think that would always be my choice as well. Hey, you're never going to be come between me and a good time. You're replaceable out here. Pick one. Spend time with me. Spend time. Or ride your stupid, silly Porsche 911. Oh, really? Is that what we doing? This is an easy choice. Since you've gotten the Porsche, all you do is spend money on it. You literally spend the stupidest amount of money on it, and all you do is sit in the garage. You sit in the garage all day, and you don't even spend time with me. It's me or the car. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing. I would cry, oh, man, baby, I'm going to lose my muskrat. I'm going to lose my master splinter. All right, yeah, but uh, I got a Porsche 911. I could get another. It's just like you. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. You bitch. You bitch. Is this what we doing? You better know your role and shut your mouth. All right, anyway, shout out to the Kaylee Sniggle. I mean, Straggle and the Kurt Sniggle. All right, we got a Straggle that says, what is she saying here? I forget what these Straggles be talking about half the time. Um, Ladies with this. Oh, I can't stand this hairdo. Uh, but anyway. I said I won't talk about their hair. Anyway. I don't know about y'all, but this is the most uninterested I've ever been in men. 
forever. Like they literally all are the same. They have nothing to offer but a headache, an absolute headache. Everybody think they love Dirk and Baby, but don't got Dirk and Baby money. Like it really kills me. I can do bad by myself. I don't need no man to come over here and give me no headache. If you can't come over here and change my life, like a whole 360, then baby, we don't have shit to talk about. I'm busy. I don't know about y'all. Well, let's break this down. One of the problems I've noticed about this particular age group of women, and I deal with this age group of women all the time, um, they just are in a different place of maturity and needs than most men, right? Their age. So they're frustrated. She looks about 24, okay? She's severely frustrated that men her age aren't taking life seriously. They don't have the money. She mentioned Little Dirk and Baby, whoever. Uh, uh, I mean, these are rappers, obviously. But her mindset is she wants a Little Dirk and Baby. And she wants a guy who's kind of getting his money and maybe a, a, a schemer, a drug dealer, a rapper, a baller. And she thinks she deserves that. She thinks she deserves that type of guy. She's not looking for a mature guy with money, a mature guy of advanced age with money. She's looking for a baller with, that'll give her a good time and a couple of STIs. That's what she's looking for. Okay. So when the men doesn't, when the men don't have that, she becomes uninterested. And she just has to find her place. She either has to find a guy that's advanced maturity, advanced age-wise, or she has to put herself out there to be one in the concubine of professional athletes and rappers. Okay, she thinks that's going to give her a financial windfall. That's not really the best option for her. And this is the struggle for young men and young women at this age because just everybody's at a different place in their lives. And now she says she's uninterested. She can do bad all by herself. Really, she cannot. Because she's going to be in mini bonds. I'm in a bind, Nate. She's going to be in bonds. She's in a financial bond. You can tell she's not doing she's not doing exceptionally well financially. Okay, You already know. I mean, just the age group is not. You already know she can't really be self-supportive. It, whatever she's looking for, she needs to try to change her direction. But it is not till she gets to a point where she realizes, hey, well, you know what? Those are my type, but I can't have them. I, I want stability then she'll probably start making good decisions. It's not the best decision for the guy, but that's normally what she's going to have to do. Hey, I like little Dirk and baby types, but I can't have him because I'm looking for this. But they want to have the best of both worlds, and they're going to be frustrated. You can't tell me that this woman gave every man a shot. You can't tell me that there's not men that are willing to lay down their life for her just for a sniff of the punani. You can't tell me there's a dude in, this age, in her age group that is a lame, that's not exactly her type that is willing to do whatever he needs to do for that woman. There's a, and she probably has children. There's a guy that she knows that she went to school with, that she works at the Walmart with, that she works somewhere with, that she's been with. There's a guy right now willing to do whatever he needs to do to keep this woman. And guess what? She ain't studying that ninja, as they used to say. She ain't studying them. Oh, no, you good. You be a good guy. But I uh, know I need a little dirty baby. And so she gave three pookies a chance. And she's dealing with a lot of ninjas in her DM. And she really just throwing in the towel already. When she should do in a, in a normal civilization, she should already be down and building with the guy she wants. And she has that guy. Oh, here's my philosophy right here. Here's my philosophy. By the age of 25, all women, all 
have if they're if they're single all women have already met their best possible mate the mate by 25 ladies are you listening to me by 25 she's already met enough men to have chosen the best possible mate that she can have at this time in her life all of them but instead they're out there looking for their type. They're out there looking for their soulmate. They're out there looking for an exciting guy. They're maybe still running the streets. They're like, I got time. Maybe I, I can't find enough men. I can't find a guy. By 25, all women have met enough men to have selected one to make an impact in her life. And two things, more things that she said. Number one, she said 360, which people got to understand. 360 just means a circle. All right, that means you came back to where you started. She says she wants somebody to do a 360. She means a 180. All right, you guys got to get the lingo right. All right, I know I mess up on things too. But if you want to go to have something different, a different point, you can't do a 360. You have to do a 180. That's number one. And number two, she says something else that's vitally important for you to understand in here. And I'm going to show it to you and pause when she gets to it. Uh, but this is the most uninterested I've ever been in men, ever. Like, they literally all are the same. They have nothing to offer. So there it is. She's all are the same. They have nothing to offer. And what she's talking about, I'm going to tell you what she's talking about. I'm rich, bitch. All right. She's talking about money. Nobody in, <clears throat> nobody in her age group has money to offer. But a headache, an absolute headache. Everybody think they love Dirk and Baby, but don't got Dirk and Baby money. Like, it really kills me. I can do bad by myself. I don't need no man to come over here and give me no headache. If you can't come over here and change my life. Like there it is. There it is. There it is. You heard it. If you can't come over here and change my life. You can't come in here and change my life. That's the point I wanted to make. Change your life. I mean, what are you offering these guys? What are you offering? First of all, I can change your life extraordinarily. You won't even know what echelon you are in. All right. And I would tell you. This type of woman, I would tell her to cut all ties to your family, to all the pookies that ran through you, to your girlfriends. You're going to cut all that off. You're not bringing that into my life because I don't deal with these type of people, right? These are poor-minded people. They can't even come to my neighborhood, all right? I can't even let them through the gate. The guard gate would tell, do not let two people that look like her come through my gate, all right? And more than two, call the police, <laughs> all right? If there's more than two people who look like her that come up to my gate saying that, they're here to see me. Call the police. Number one. Number two, there are men out here that can change your life. They're just not in your age group. It's simple. They're not in your age group, and you want ballers and rappers. That's number two. Number three, why would I change your life? You have to offer something more, and what you'll find is, what the woman like this will find is, as much as the men in her age group can't change her life, she can't change anybody of significant status. She can't change his life for the better either she could only change it for the worse this is what she doesn't get so a lot of women are frustrated in this age group and even beyond but they think they deserve a guy up here but what do you the way you look at guys in your group this is how we look at you <laughs> we're like you bitch. You what bitch. else do you do well i drop my neck and i have this little tongue ring and i do tricks with my tongue okay what else why would a guy change your life that has value? This is where you get the 80-20 rule. 
where they all think that they're good enough to make an impact on a guy who has his shit together, his life, and they're just one of many. Sad state of sad state of the world. She thinks she deserves a guy with money, and because she's young or she looks young, like this woman right here. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. Yeah, and see, in, in her world, I deserve an insanely rich guy. Why? Well, I'm hotter than average. I'm young. I'm smarter than average. <laughs> I'm an above average individual. Same thing with this straggle. She's just the average straggle, okay? And she's average, and she does have a filter on it. This is an average straggle. To a guy with value, you're one of many. And the sad thing right here. So what she needs to do is probably try to find somewhere in the middle, try to be a little bit more patient, find a guy that is via concubine. I don't know what to tell you. But this is the mindset of the single woman, and it's actually permeating significantly throughout America. And we're going to show you where that's going to lead them. Here's another straggle right here. I mean, look at this one. She says, I like being spoiled. I've been spoiled all my life. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lordy, 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 Miss Claudie. All right. So anyway, <laughs> all right, goodness, you young brothers don't know what's happening out here. You young brothers, man, I feel bad for y'all. All right. What, what are we doing here? Let's hear what she got to say. Take a look at this. Take a look at this piece of work right here. Take a look at this. You see what's on the screen here? I mean... She cute. She will be way cuter, man. I can fix this up way cuter than this. You don't have to do all this. You know, stop trying to be Kylie Jenner or whatever the hell you fashion over. This is getting out of control. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, let's continue. I grew up spoiled all my life. Why would you think I would ever settle for you? Like, just because I like you, just I'm getting to know you. I got to humble down now. No, nigga, come pick me up. And if you're not picking me up, you out of here. Like, the fuck is going on? Y'all be wanting girls to humble themselves to settle for your whack ass because you want to be a princess. You want to be a princess too, nigga? No, there's only enough room for one princesses and that's fucking me. So if you want a princess, go get you a nigga. And he'll treat you good and he'll take you out and he'll pay for your shit. Niggas is bugging. Y'all be wanting pussy mouth and all that for what? A burger? Grow the fuck up. Oh, Jesus, man. Oh. She sound like Wallow and Gilly. <laughs> Shout out to Gilly. She sound like Gilly from Wallow and Gilly. She got a nasty personality. She's like Trump says, she's one nasty woman. I mean, you could tell she been from the South Bronx and beyond. Ninja, she probably ain't left the block in South Bronx. She probably ain't left the block at all. At all. She ain't left nowhere. She, she, barely, she barely been to Manhattan. This one. This is a nasty person, all right? This is a person that will rob you. Um, she's a pretty girl. Again, that's about it. This is a whole rehab. This is a 90-day rehab for me. I would have to rehab her again. I'm going to cut you off from everything that you know. Everything that you learn means nothing to me. Everything of value that you believe you know for that, 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 that you believe a man needs, you know nothing, young lady. Zero. And where's your daddy? Where's your daddy? She been in pain since she was 13. Trust me. And here we are with 
look at the way she looks and she's going to realize like that's this BBL makeup and eyelashes and baby hair and, and fake hair. This attracts a certain type of guy, typically a low value guy, mm. typically a low value guy. Right. This guy is going to want to get it for free and poke around on her and and she'll let him. She's let many guys do this already. And this is why she's frustrated. She's like, I already let these guys poke on me. And now I'm all I got was a burger. I barely got a burger from these ninjas, right? All I got was an STI. All I got was an early termination of pregnancy. Only low-level ninjas be out here uh, 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 targeting these women. I avoid. I I'm like a I'm like a punt inside the 15-yard line. All right. I don't fear catch it. I avoid. All right. Go ahead and get away. That shit about to hit the three. I'm not about to fair catch that shit on the three. All right. Stay away. Avoid. I'm telling everybody, move. <laughs> all right. Avoid, avoid, avoid. But game then just target this shit all the time. And then they come up here telling me they get bitches. All right. And this is the type of bitch you're getting. I mean, it's crazy. So uh, this take a look at this potty mouth. Take a look at this potty mouth. And go back to your old age and shit. Cause I gotta try again. I grew up spoiled all my life. Why would you think I would ever settle for you? Spoiled. Like just um your hair. Never mind. Cause I like you. Just I'm getting to know you. I gotta humble down now. Yeah, you gotta. Hum Jesus. <laughs> again, these people got it wrong. Yes, we like each other. Yes, humble down. You gotta make changes and sacrifices. Yes. They don't want to make no changes about themselves. They want to still be out here street and straggle. No, nigga, come pick me up. And if you're not picking me up, you out of here. Like <laughs> You out of here. Look at these fingernails, man. Ma'am, this is whole activity. They just don't realize it. Yes, you're a straggle. The fuck is going on? Y'all be wanting girls to humble themselves. Yes, humble yourself in the sight of CGA. Always. To settle for your whack ass because you want to be a princess. You want to be a princess? Oh, no, I'm the king of kings. All right. That's who I am. I'm the king. Oh, nigga. No, there's only enough room for one princesses, and that's fucking me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, I feel bad for everybody in New York. All right. This is what y'all got to put up with in New York. All right, man. Y'all better go up to Westchester County with the broads over here. Go up to Westchester in the big mall with the broads over there, and you go all the way up and, uh, Massapequa and all of that stuff over in Long Island. You could go down there to Massapequa. You could go to Islip. You could go all the way down to Montauk over there. And then you can get you a real crazy girl. Get you an Italian girl over here and bada boom, bada bing. And you got her over there. And she has a little attitude too. She talks like that girl on um on the family guy. She talks like the wife on the family guy over there. That's what I'm talking about. But these girls over here ain't never been off the block. And then they expect you to do all of the things that you do for the other girls and all of that. And these are just basic straggles over there. And yes, I listen to CGA. Shout out to him. What is this? These broads today. Yeah, these talk like Lois over there from the family guy. They talk like Lois. So you could go over there to Long Island. You go to Suffolk County and you go all the way out there, all the way down there with the rich broads. And then you take your contractor's license. And then when the husband's in Wall Street taking the helicopter to Manhattan, you just bada boom, bada bing, the wife and over there. And she'll take care of you. She'll take care of you. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Shout out to you guys over there. All right. We got one more straggle. 
We're still filled up with straggles. One more straggle. This is a straggle who thinks she knows men. A straggle who thinks she knows men. And she's really one of these people who don't know men. I know a lot of ladies that be like, I know what men want. And they have no clue. They out here lights out. So this is a straggle. She's going to say, why do men do this? Or why do men say? Let's let's hear what she's got to say. Guys say that they really prefer this like plain Jane, natural looking girl, whatever. But then you'll go down his following list. Every single girl he's following is like BBL, lip fillers, like, you know, influencer type baddie girls. Explain that to me. Because one, he wants to see other he wants a relationship. That's He'd have to all those girls, but he's not putting a ring on it. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> now you probably couldn't hear his response but you saw the title all right and so she's asking okay this is what she asked why do guys say they like wifey girls but they might follow girls on instagram that are baddies now the guy cleared it up and he gave her the honest truth and this is what happens when men give women the truth they don't believe it he did not he did not block his truth he basically said his truth. He spoke his piece. He didn't lie. He didn't him and ha. He actually hit her with the truth. And men do this. We can separate hoes and wives. Just like women do. You're the nice guy. You're the dirty Johnson. You're the pookie. You're the Chad. You're the Chad that can be had with little effort. And then you're the husband that I'm going to make jump through hoops and hurdles. But they think guys think like them. And no, guys will have segs with a strag a stripper, a girl that gives it to you easy, a baddie. We'll we'll have intercourse with them, <laughs> right? But we're never going to marry them. So we'll know who we want to appear with in public. Doesn't mean we won't knock them down. We gonna knock them down. We I can say, I don't like straggle daggles. But if a straggle daggle had it easy and she was like, I'm at the Momo, yeah, in one of my younger days, I would have took it down. But in their world, they're like, that's disgusting. Guys, it ain't disgusting. Ladies, it's just the truth. It's just the truth. That's how men work because of how the availability of sex works for most men. We could say we don't like a certain type of woman. That don't mean she ain't going to get taken to pound town. She will get taken to pound town, especially a guy that has less and less, less and less options. He has less and less options. He will take her to pound town. Even if he has a lot of options, if she makes it easy, he will take her to pound town. That doesn't mean he can wife her up. So he can sit, he can literally say, he can literally say, I don't like women that do this and dress like this and are doing this in yoga pants and, and uh, bodybuilders and just name it. There's a lot of us that will see a woman on here and she's obviously a good six and we'll call her a four or a three. She's still going to pound town. She's still going to pound town. For most guys, even though you call her a four, which is delusional, she's not a four. She's an honest, solid five or a six. She's still going to pound town. Now, women are like, what's going on here? They don't understand this, and they will call us disgusting, but this is our truth. You can accept it. This is backed up by science. Now, in your world, a little monogamy and how men should work, it don't work like that. And these people run around here, I know what men want. I know, and you don't have a clue. <laughs> you don't have a clue at all. It's not disgusting. This is male nature. This is as male nature. This is as scientific as your hormones in your period. This is as scientific as you getting cramps 
prior to your period and bloated and all of that. This is as scientific as all of your emotional swings and mood swings related to your cycle or whatever's going on in your body. See, when it comes to male science, they want to disregard. Well, it shouldn't be that way. Even men will come in here. Oh, well, I wouldn't do it. Well, that's you. That's you. And that's you. But data and science has proven this to be true. Chris Rock said men are as faithful as their options. And most men have very little options, meaning that if there's an option or an opportunity, he's faithful as their option. If there's an option or an opportunity for most men, they going to take it. You're going to have to have the discipline of a monk or a saint in order to not do it. And even those men don't have that much discipline. The monks do, but the saints do not. So here she is looking stupid. Huh? And you should see the comment section. The comment section is going, we don't care about men. <laughs> we don't care about men and what they want. It says right here, laughing my ass off. She's stunned like this is breaking news. Again, young women don't do any data. And the, the, the thing about, they don't do any uh, understanding of men. What they do is they want men to bow down to whatever they want. Well, I want a man that only wants me sexually. And then they'll just ration out sex as she wishes. No, baby, you signed up for monogamy. That means you're my only sex partner. That means give me some sex. I'm not about to work for it. Well, I, don't, I shouldn't have to. Okay, this is why you stuck on stupid. Okay, when you volunteer for monogamy, you got to live up to the standards. This woman says, uh, this woman, let me see here. <laughs> let me see here. Oh, this woman says right here. Could you imagine a woman saying that about men? I just want to sleep with wretched, with the wretched ones, but I want to marry the good ones. Pew, men need to grow up. Another example, and this is what men have been saying a long time. This is what a lot of women do is they sleep with the pookies and then they marry the brads. <laughs> she thought she was on to something. All right, let me play the clip one more time. Why do guys say that they really prefer this like plain Jane, natural looking girl, whatever, but then you'll go down his following list and every single girl he's following is like BBL, lip fillers, like, you know, influencer type, baddie girls. Explain that to me. Because one, he wants to see other he wants a relationship. It's that simple. He'd have to do all those girls, but he's not putting a ring on it. I'll tell you that now. What that mean? Yeah, she got that. What that mean? What that mean? That's what she got on her face, huh? <laughs> right. So, ladies, choose your lane carefully. Choose your lane carefully. Women, uh, men do not equate sex and love together. We do not. Now, there could be a time and a person where that happens for a short period of time. It could be a week. It could be six weeks, six months, a year, two, and so forth. After that. Sex and love does not exist. It's a recreational activity. It's an activity to get lust out. It's an activity that we need to get the desire fulfilled. It's pleasurable. But they want men to think about how sex is, how they think about it. And if we don't think about it that way, they think we're wrong. No, we're not wrong. We're doing what we need to. We're doing what we're supposed to do. <laughs> right. Procreate. All right. It's for pro it's a whole bunch of reasons why men do it. The woman don't even have to be attractive. There's some nasty ninjas out here that will poke on anything. Anything, brothers. I'll be seeing the comment section. I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing dudes talk about midge. I mean, please. 
You guys know who you are either. Shout out to the nasty boys. Oh, that's nice. You know who you are. Let's get to these super chats. What do we got here? We got Jermaine is back in the building. What Jermaine got to say? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. He says, what's good, fam? It's Taco Tuesday. Bring me the gorditas. Yes, indeed. Free agent lifestyle for life. Let's get it. All right. Oh, uh, somebody says women do find sexual uh, sex as a pleasurable activity. Yes, they do. And this is something that men have to understand as well. They do, too. And this is why they do it with dangerous guys, as you're talking about. So men have to understand that, too. M women find sex pleasurable. They do it with dirty, dangerous guys. They do it with guys with money. They do it with rappers. Uh, there's a clip that I was going to play of uh, the rapper Little Baby. I hate to get sidetracked, but let me see if I can find it. I think I don't know if I saved it. But the rapper Little Baby, you guys know who he is. Um, he's walking out of some venue with security, and there's a woman telling him to pull his pants down. I'll do it right here. He said, I'll, she said, I'll suck it right here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's on Hollywood Unlocked, of course. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you've never been in this position, you've never been a guy with any sort of status. But um, she basically walking beside him and says, pull, pull it out. I'll do it right here. Of course, this will be a future Me Too case, as we know. Uh, this will be a future sexual assault. He did this, and he a nasty guy, and he would be nasty if he whipped it out. He thought about it for a minute. But, uh, yes, women do find it pleasurable, exciting, euphoric. Uh, this is why they cheat. This is why they might, um, you know, be on the tour bus with somebody. All right, this is why they go with older men with money on a boat. This makes it exciting. So here's the fan right here. Wild fan asked the baby if she could please him. Let me go ahead and if I could skip ahead here. Here it is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And so there it is right there. This is the young woman saying, pull it out. I'll do it right now. Look at the, look at the people. Look at the venue. She's like, I'll pull it out. I'll get on my knees right now. And she on her knees right now. Look at him. He thinking about it. He's like, huh? He was like, wait a minute. Who are you? And there's multiple men around here. And let's just be honest. All of these men are bigger, better, stronger, faster. They're just not as rich. They don't have the status. So when we talk about money, look, status, and all that shit, all these ninjas bigger and more brawly and 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 could beat the shit out of ba little baby. Or big, what's his name? Da baby. But the baby got the status. He got the money as well. So who does she target? Not six foot five guy. Not the 5'11 ninja with mass muscle. She goes after the five foot five guy with mad money. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, why are you playing with me? Let me play it again. She said, can I suck it right now? Pull it out. Why are you playing with me? Guys, this would be sexual harassment if I did that to Taylor Swift. Hey, Taylor Swift, pull them flatbacks out. <laughs> Security had me all up on the wall. <laughs> Rihanna, pull them titties out. <laughs> all right. All right, soon as we get out there, bro, <laughs> had me in the Cobra Clutch, had me in the headlock so fast. All right, hey, sitting up there, hey, Chloe, pull it out, pull it out. Anyway, but, you know, they can sexually assault and harass men all the time. All right, let's get to the rest of the Super Chat. Zoe Man says, they need to take phones away from these strags. <laughs> mm. No, 
JC says ninjas walking around with dirty foreskin condoms on. Yikes. Mm. Oh, Lord. Joe K says strags going to strag voice sound like a pack of Newports. They going to strag. All right. Ninja Snuggle says Coach Peter and Lois Griffin are from Quahog, Connecticut. Not from New York, but they sound the same. Connecticut's close to Long Island. He says she sounds more like the one chick from Ted, Teddy's wife. I didn't see that movie, but um, Quahog, Connecticut. I don't know where Quahog is, but Connecticut and Long Island are very close. In fact, there's a ferry that connects both of them. You don't even have to take the freeway. You can go on the Long Island Ferry. Shout out to Port Jefferson. And um, a lot of people come from Connecticut back and forth to Bridgeport and Rest Haven. Oh, Quahog is in Rhode Island. Shout out for Rhode Island. They all sound the same to me. Hey, man, when I moved to Long Island, when I moved to Long Island, I literally, first day I'm there, first morning, I go to 7-Eleven. I go to 7-Eleven. And it's a woman in there that sounds just like Lois Griffin. She was like, oh, I'm going over there and I'm going to restock the Doritos. And I'm going to restock the Doritos and then I'm going to take the pack of Newports. And then I, how much you want, honey, for the, how much you want for the gas? It's the same, mm. <laughs> right? And I was sitting in there like I was in the twilight zone. I was like, yo, I was like, this shit is weird, bro. I was like, she sound like a damn movie. Yeah, all in the family, Edie type of bitches, all right? Sound just like that. All right, what do you want, hon? What do you want, toots? I'll take care of you over here. why do i do every accent is over here all right shout out to mr albert says the nasty boys was in the dms of that 123 year old woman from yesterday sad sad all right ninjas will poke any goddamn thing ladies if a dude has sexual attraction for you do not consider that like you won women be like dudes be after me all right, shout out to my man, Alan, says, remember, she was married to that Chico DeBarge. Look at Ninja. Yeah, she liked him. That was Janet Jackson. If a man finds you sexually attractive and is trying to push up on you on the spot, do not take that as a sign that you did anything great. You didn't do Nathan. You did absolutely nothing. That's a sign of, <laughs> that's just a sign of this Ninja trying to get it as quick and fast as possible. Okay, nasty boys will hit anything over here. All right, there we got right here. Shout out to P.I. Double says, be a real man and pay your stepkids child support. Mm. <laughs> that means you're alive, right? Yes, indeed. Dude, there's some dudes that don't even want the woman alive, and that's some really nasty shit, but I watch a lot of ID channel. Ninjas would be like, you don't even have to be alive. Here we go. I'm going to unalive you and finish the job. These are nasty dudes out here. Hey, guys, do not let your, do not let your, do, do not let your desires take you too far. It's actually crazy. All right. They call it something. Yeah, necrophilia. People out here nasty, bro. People out here super nasty. Nest Egg Vault, shout out to you. And pay your kids stepdads, pay your stepkids child support. Be a real man. Be a real man. Yeah, people are super duper ninja, super duper nasty ninjas out here, man. I can't trust none of y'all. All right, we got two more on PayPal. What are we doing here? It's slow. PayPal is slow. No government name says, Coach, I voted Tia. 
I vote Tia the new Tuesday mascot. Hello, Tia. Mm. Tia got bodies on her, bro. Tia got body bodies. Tia used to be a part of the cartello when she was like 30 years ago. <laughs> right? Tia used to be a baddie model for the cartel. And um, and um <laughs> I messed up the uh oh hold on for a second. Let me see something. I why can't I think of the name here? All right. Uh let me see. What's the, what's the town in uh, near El Paso? I can't even think of the damn name. I can't even think of it. El Juarez. I was saying Jalisco. Um, Tia used to be part of the cartel mob in in uh, Juarez. For sure. When she was 30 years ago. 30 years ago. She used to be a whole mule. She used to be a part. She used to just stand where the cartel used to hide in Juarez. <laughs> For sure. You already know. She already know, bro. She used to do things, dude. She used to let the cartel dudes just take her. All right, I'm here. Just take her. Just take me. The cartel dude look over. Come here. And she just like, all right. She lie on her back. You guys know there's girls out there and out there that do that. <laughs> right? All right. Shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? He says, I said this once before. The craziest part of female promiscuity is that they treat their punanis like men treat their salamis a man's salami has never been as valued like a woman's punani to begin with but they think being a 304 is cool man i'm gonna tell y'all a vicious secret i'm gonna tell y'all a vicious secret you, you guys don't want to hear this and i want you guys to prove me wrong prove me wrong there's data out here that suggests that women have less sexual partners than men there's data out here that suggests, on average, that women have less sexual partners than men. I mean, any data you pull up, it'll be like the average sexual partner for a man is eight. The average for a woman is four. I'm going to tell you what. If you believe that shit, you are the dumbest man in captivity. This is one of the most misleading statistics of all time. This is nowhere near true. This is nowhere near true. I don't care about what the CDC says. I do not care. Show me what Planned Parenthood says. Give me some data. Go to a college or a university. This is the biggest out outright lie in history. This is nowhere new. What are we talking about? The 1930s? This is 2022. Women by far have more partners than men. It is not even close. It's not even close. And I'm not just talking, and ladies, I'm talking about the good ones too. Because you good women be like, what about us? I'm a good woman. I grew up in a Bible college. I've never been touched. I'm a virgin at 36. Mm. I'm saying, somebody said these are weekly numbers. They asked the woman, how many sexual partners you had? She was like, oh, this week, four. <laughs> He's like, no, in your entire life. Same. No way possible. If you understand the dynamics of availability, men just don't have that much access to it. They don't. If you took the black community, that would just wipe them numbers right off the map. Same thing as the communidad. Same thing as the communidad. You take the black and Latinos, them numbers wiped off the map. 
by teenage years, <laughs> right? By teenage years. Brother, this is some absolute crazy bullshit that we, we believe in. And Kaylee's, stop it. When it comes to Kaylee's, their numbers got to be way higher than everybody's. The average Kaylee that goes to any university, please, please stop it. It's, it's one of the things that we have to get. We stop. We, we have to stop dealing with this uh, delusion out here because people still going around believing that shit. Well, no, guys out here, they the ones out here doing it. The majority guys doing nothing. The majority of males are doing absolutely zero out here. They ain't getting Nathan. They wake up and their biggest dream is to lay in between a woman's legs. That, that's their biggest dream. And nobody's offering him. 60% of men, nobody's offering that guy. Zero. Now, 60% of women can easily rack up a life worth of his body count in a week. Then you take it in a month, what's the possibilities? Let's take it through a year, what's the possibilities? Take it through her years from 18 to 24, please. Mm. She just sitting on it? No way. Absolutely not. All right, this is this is just more mythology. We got to do We got to do away with this. This is absolutely just bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> What do we got? Macaroni Tony says, you got a warrant. Okay, I already got that. We got Travis says, I knew a gorgeous girl who was in these streets. I recently found out she had the heavy jibby the whole time and knew it. I always strap up, but I got my panels done yesterday out of paranoia and I'm clean as a whistle. I'm done with hooking up. I have a new lease on life. You never, uh, you would never guess she had it. You guys uh, understand this, that Nothing gets you guys straight on your purpose than just getting your STI panels, right? Getting your panels. I mean, you really feel like you sitting in there like, damn, I've been really nasty out here. You getting your panels, you nervous. You're like, oh, Lord, you get it. You clean. You're like, no more hooking up for me. You're like, I'm just getting on my purpose because you don't want to go through that all the time. But by the way, there's a lot of people out here carrying and they don't give a shit. So be careful. C-Dub says, Ma'am, Tia Gloria is right up my alley for Taco Tuesday. Send her over here. Nasty boys, we up. Oh, that's nasty. She going to be fun. She got 10 fat fingers, though. Shout out to Sono Jono. He says, uh, Q, wickedest freestyle from Biggie on that England post. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And we got, uh, where we get right here? Is it Lance? Lance says, Cuba Gooding avoids jail time and settles. Wrap them up in that warm embrace. Shout out to Cuba Goody. He like, Wrap you in. All over. Dude. My warm embrace. They was trying to get that ninja. They was trying to get that ninja, but the lawyers got their money. The women got their money settled. Case, case dismissed. Mm. Case dismissed or case closed. All right, getting back to the show. Men didn't really be dying over women out here. All right, I have a, another theory that I can't prove, but I would say the majority of men that are in jail in jail, have done it or died, have done it uh, in recent times at least, have done it and a woman has been involved or the reason why they did it. Now, I'm not blaming the woman. This kind of goes back to male behavior. But if you boiled it down and said, okay, why did you do what you did? It's probably a woman associated with it. So men are really out here in jail or dying because of women, right? 
meaning that there was some woman that did him dirty and he did something to her. Again, not her fault. He did it to himself. Um, some child support. He sold drugs to impress women. He game banged to impress women. He deleted another guy to impress some girl, right? It's always going to be probably something related to that. It's an indirect association. Ninjas don't go into jail for some, just to be like, I was just doing some shit out here. Okay. It's normally some dumb stuff. Betrayal by the woman, yep. So when we think about this, there's dudes out here losing their whole lives for the women in their lives. So let me take you to this story first. Let me take you to this story first. Hey, where did it go? Where did it go? I lost the order. Hold up for a second. Uh, oh, how did it move all the way over here? Okay, I got a story that moved all over the place here. Hold on, hold on for a second. I messed up the timing of the story. Okay, here it is. There's a Tennessee woman on a dating app. Shout out to you dating app people still on the dating app. Tennessee woman allegedly paid to hire a hitman to delete the wife of his date of her dating match. So not only is he ninja about to get deleted, his wife that why is the married man on a dating app? Okay. My man willing to lose his life and his wife over some Tennessee punani. The woman met a friend to go hiking with. Then he married another woman. Oh, okay. I get it. All right. What is going on here? This is a weird story. Tennessee woman allegedly allegedly paid to hire a hitman to delete the wife of a man she met on a dating site, according to a criminal complaint. Her name is Melody. Melody Sasser was arrested on May 18th and is being held in custody on probable cause that she allegedly attempted murder for deletion out here. Boy, oh boy. She is accused of transferring about $10,000 in Bitcoin to a site named Online Killers Market. Well, that'll do it. Anytime you go on the online killer site, killers.com. <laughs> All right. In exchange for the deletion of the wife of a man she met on a dating site. And um, it says right here, Sasser and the man she met, Sasser and the man she met on Match.com have become hiking friends. Yeah, right. More like bedroom friends, according to the complaint. But when Sasser's match revealed he was moving out of state with the woman he planned to marry, Sasser allegedly took to the dark web. The complaint said under the pseudonym Cat Tree, Sasser allegedly posted her hit order on the website. Authority said, boy, this is crazy. It is. Wait, it needs to seem random or an accident or plant drugs. Do not want a long investigation, Sasser posted on January 11th. Sasser's defense attorney declined comment. Sasser has showed up unannounced to the couple's new home in Alabama. In the fall of 2022, authorities said, I hope you both fall off a cliff and die. Sasser allegedly told the pair after learning of their plans to wed. Around that time, the soon-to-be wife of the man she had matched with reported that both sides of her, of her car have been gashed by an unknown perpetrator. The woman also began receiving threatening calls from untraceable numbers. Sasser allegedly provided a would-be killer with the detailed information about her wife's match. Matches, wait, her match's wife, which included where she lived, where she worked, and what car she drove, authorities said. She also purportedly passed along specific information about the intended victim's whereabouts, according to the complaint. 
Authorities said she found that the information from a fitness tracking app, Strava, which connects the Garmin Fitness Watch and shares local data. Damn, she watching the Gar she watching the Strava app. Yesterday, she worked from home and went for a two-mile hike by herself. She allegedly wrote to the Murder for Hire match uh, website in March. According to the complaint, authorities said she later confirmed via the hiking app that the information Sasser provided to the online killers market was accurate. All right. And by late March, as, a parent, as her apparent target remained alive, Sasser grew impatient. Authorities wrote in the complaint she allegedly took to Katri again to message the administrator of the dark website to check on her status of her murder request. <laughs> These are some good women out here. I can't wait to see her picture. I've been waiting for two months and 11 days and the job is not complete. What is the delay? When will it be done? She allegedly wrote <laughs> on May 18th, Sasser was arrested on probable cause that she allegedly attempted to hire a hitman to commit deletion. She's appearing in federal court. On Thursday, I need a photo. I'm going to need a photo of this woman. All right, let me see here. Uh, what do you think? I know she's white. Her name is Melody. She definitely got to be over 50 years old. Did they even say her age? They didn't even say her name. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is another woman. Another woman. Another woman age 52 in Louisville tried to hire a hitman. Man, women be out here acting up. Uh, we got her right here. This is her right here, allegedly. God dang. Millie Mouth. Okay, Muskrat. This is her. Doing too much. She doing all that extra. And these are your neighbors, Ninja. Hey, man, white women be doing the craziest shit, bro. White women be involved in the craziest shit on the low and come out smiling like this all the time. These damn, they call them Karens. They be doing the most out here. They be nosy in your business, tracking you. They be in out here doing the most. Strags get a bad reputation, but these women right here be doing the dirt of all dirt, setting you up and then come out high, high, passive, aggressive. That's their MO. That's their modus operandi. I think I said that right. That's how they operate. They are passive-aggressive assassins, right? Do not take them lightly. I will tell you with the experience, because I actually date, dated. I actually worked in these communities for a long time and actually grew up in my late teen years all the way up until I've been in suburbs for a long time. These women be doing dirt. They be getting people killed, right? And then they show up at your PTA. They show up at your HOA meeting. Hi, how are you? Passing out cookies. They be poisoning dogs. I hate that dog. They'll make a whole batch of brownies. Give them to your dog. Your dog be. And then they come in. Hi, how are you? Come to my barbecue. They be at the 4th of July parade. Hi. I wish I had that dance clip of the white women dancing at the park. That would have been perfect for this. They be at the picnic, the dance, acting like they don't get down and grind and boogie. They be like boogie, oogie, oogie. Boogie, oogie, oogie. Meanwhile, they been they know how to put their back into it. They do the worst. Yep, they be poor. They be poisoning everybody's hamburger and shit. And they'll act all clutch their pearls. Oh, you're talking about sexual innuendo. Oh, all through college, 
ran out here in these streets. In these streets. Unbelievable, man. You guys got to watch out for these people, man. They are very, very lethal. Let's go to the next story. So this father, this father loses his life, death by simp. All right, so a father of seven, a father of seven, there he is right here. He's going to be pictured here. This is his daughter. This is his children. He has seven kids. I don't know who this is. I think these are some of his kids. And they reporting on it, so I'm going to report on it. Loses his life. Let's find out why. Right here is Adam Tobias. He was a father of seven shot and killed at his daughter's graduation. By the way, guys, if you Americans don't figure this out, shout out to my Latino brothers and sisters. It's Tuesday, so we'll be talking about y'all. I'm telling you, you cannot keep up with procreation with them. Y'all ninjas about to, if you think y'all about to be the dominant in America in the next 50 to 100 years, I got another story for you. You people that are trying to go and get your degree and buy your houses and get yourself financially stable, and then you have your five early terminations of pregnancy, then you want to settle down at 36 with Pookie's baby and find a man, bruh. Enrique, they pushing babies out, bruh. They pushing babies. They having five, six, seven, 12, five, three, two. And you got to have your one baby. You have your one baby. These immigrants, man, even the immigrants coming over, man, they going to all procreate you. Please. Stop. <laughs> right. I have my one kid and I'm going to take him and rip him from the father. And I'm going to raise my son as the king, man, man, king. You got one baby out of this. Man, please. They be having 50, 11 kids. You cannot keep up. They're not on no uh, NWO. They're not on no. New, 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 new world order. They don't have feminism over there. They do, but they don't. Let's continue. Party at a Southeast Houston home. That's right. His accused killer is charged with murder and out on bond tonight. KPRC2's Corley Peel sat down today with Tobias' wife and daughter. I spoke with Adam Tobias's family here in this park where they say he spent a lot of quality time. As you can imagine, they are heartbroken and now they want justice. Graduating high school is a day Destiny Tobias will never forget. Everybody was happy. Everybody was having a good time. The after party just as special. This is one of the last videos Tobias has with her proud father, Adam Tobias, dancing and smiling. Right. Moments before, police say her mother's estranged boyfriend, Philip Arning, opened fire, killing Tobias. Well, there you go. There you go right there. It was death by simp. Death by simp. All right, so here we go. This dude, his mo the mother, the mother, I'm assuming that the fathers and the mother aren't together. They seem to be cordial. They seem to have everybody at the graduation party. They're not like you Americans who are like, the father can't come to the graduation party. Screw the whole thing up. The dynamics is all whack. All right, so Padre is able to go over to the graduation party. And guess who comes up and takes his life? This ninja right here. Death by simp. <laughs> Death by simp. He took, he took the clapper out and deleted him. Okay, it's absolutely sad. So not only does the father lose his life, all the children loses a father, and this ninja goes to prison. Mm. He going to prison. I'm sure he's got. This is crazy. I came running downstairs. I heard my mom screaming. And I thought he hit her. And as I'm going down the stairs, he grabs me and says, "Oh, there's nothing to worry about downstairs." 
neither of me felt hurt. I didn't see my dad. I seen his foot hanging out the door. And I went to him and I crying and begging and saying, like, it's not real. Like, he's going to come back. And then you lost your life over a mother of seven kids. Man, please, please. You going to jail. You're going to prison over a mother of seven kids. It's all going to be okay. And I could not leave his body. Desi Tobias says her father and Arning got into an argument before the shooting. Adam Tobias wanted more time with his daughter, but she says Arning wanted people to leave. He was telling everybody what to do, like to shut down the party. And he didn't put one pin in it and he wasn't supposed to be there. Destiny Tobias' stepmother, Neftali Perez, rushed over after getting the horrific call about her husband. I wanted to help him. I wanted to be able to save him. Wait, 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 wait. Is this the, who's this? This is stepmother. This is not the mother of the children. This is the new, the new Gordita. She probably can cook and clean, bro. Tell her to come. I got a job for her. Yeah, that's the new wife. Police new arrest. Wife. That's the new wife. So this is not the mother of the seven kids. This is his new wife. All right. Um, did Arning charging him with murder, but he quickly bonded out. It makes me angry that he needs to out. go home and oh. be with his parents yeah. and his family. He and my kids and his daughter and our family are are left without our loved one. Destiny says her dad was loving, kind, and always made her laugh. Their favorite saying now tattooed on her body. Oh, well, that's not a. Oh, man. Hold on for a second. I got to make light of this situation. Oh, humanity. You know, it's always going to be us, too. Right? Ooh, there's some thick thighs right there, boy. Woo! There's some thick thighs. Versus the world. The memories of her graduation may haunt her forever, but she will keep making her dad proud. Since Philip Arning has bonded out, I reached out to his private attorney for comment, but I have not heard back. Adam Tobias's family is holding a fundraiser for him this weekend. Oh, and we have raise. all this information on our website at click2houston.com. Houston. It is Houston. All right. It is Houston. Anyway, he says how he get bonded. I don't understand how he gets bonded out. He might as try to say self-defense. So, you know, I don't know what the what the charge is. What's the charge on this case? I mean, how do you bond out of a deletion? I mean, and by the way, that guy looks young. He looks like a young male compared to the woman that has seven kids. That gringo looks young as hell. All right, but ninjas will die over, over a woman. Ninjas will die over a woman trying to impress a woman. Last guy, and we talked about this last night, so we figured we, this is an old story that I've already featured, but I'm going to talk about it again because we referenced it. Louisiana dad is allegedly deleted by... A teen accused of sneaking into the house to see his 14-year-old daughter. Mm. Authorities say that the teen used the ladder to sneak into the victim's daughter's bedroom. So this is another case. This isn't, oh, gringo means outsider. Well, he a gringo in America. Ninja in Houston. <laughs> in Houston, he a gringo. In Los Angeles, he a gringo. All right, anyway, um, where are we at here? Authorities say, <laughs> uh, this is again, men dying over women. So even your own family, you try to lay down the law. We're going to talk about this later with men and daughters, because this is a very close topic to me as well. Men with daughters try to redirect their daughters and be a part of their lives and protect them and tell them all the things that 
they didn't tell other women when they were young. So when he was out here banging on young women when he was young, right? He didn't he didn't he didn't think that uh his daughters, you know, having a daughter would impact him. All the things that he used to do and sneak over girls' house and try to get to Punani and all of that stuff. Then he starts seeing men try to do it to his daughters. Then he goes into protection mode, which is fine. Um, he might go into uh um putting her up at the top of the castle and all of these things, keeping ninjas and pookies away. If your daughter start going to get pookies, it's a rapsky. And so his this ninja died over his own daughter's lust and the lust of the pookie. Okay, here we go. She let him into the window. Yes, she had to have let him in. A Louisiana father was allegedly, we have to give it to Mario. By a teenager who was sneaking into his house to see his 14-year-old daughter, Desmond Hamilton, age 34, confronted the 17-year-old boy. Oh, boy. 17. 17 with a 14-year-old. You know, that that is somewhat, uh, you know, Romeo and Juliet. But, you know, if you have a 14-year-old daughter, you definitely don't want no 17-year-old young man around your daughter. So he says here, whom people was not identifying because he's a minor, he approached him around 8 a.m. on a Sunday after he believed the team was breaking into his house. Officers believe that the suspect used the ladder to enter a second-story window of his home in Zachary, Louisiana. Police Chief David McDavid, David McDavid said on Monday that the teen was at the house to see Hamilton's 14-year-old daughter. When Hamilton discovered the teen in the house, the girl's mother and the grandmother took the 14 took the 14-year-old into another room to talk with her and said, you fast ass, fast tail last little girl. While Hamilton attempted to bring the boy downstairs to speak with him, an argument ensued. Damn, in your own house? Both Hamilton and Hamilton and the suspect were armed and shot at each other. Authorities say that it's unclear who fired first. So he was clearly a pookie or he was a pro 2A guy. Hamilton was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced deleted. Somebody just said, isn't this old? Oh, boy. Ninjas don't listen, do they? Ninjas don't listen at all. I said I covered this yesterday, so I'm bringing it back up today. Ninja, clean your ears out. Some men don't watch much. I appreciate you watching me for the last three years. You've been watching me for the last three years. I appreciate that nonstop. I appreciate you. Let the new listeners hear it. <laughs> right. Hamilton was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced deleted. The suspect was also injured and was transported to the hospital. People confirm that he was being charged. He has been charged with second degree deletion, illegal use of a weapon, and illegal possession of a stolen firearm. So, uh, guys, uh, let me see here. Here's the, here's the reason why I'm talking about it. It's because men die over women. Men go to jail over women. And it's not the woman's fault. It's kind of your, you, you, it's not even a woman that you're dating. It could be your own daughter who goes out and she wants to run the streets. And then you try to protect her. You try to bring her in, which is a constant state of rebellion. If you don't protect her, what do you risk? Reputation being ruined. You also risk pregnancy. You risk her getting her heart broken because you know this ain't going to end up well. 17 and 14. <laughs> 17 to 14. You know it's not going to end up well for your daughter. Uh, you can, it, it's, it's just a mess. Her bringing the wrong men in, especially in your house. So you guys got to understand this could happen easily. You raise your kids and then all of a sudden your daughter goes left. 
your daughter goes left. And then guess what? She doesn't listen to you. And you say, keep these pookie. By the way, I think a part of the story is they also moved away from where this young man was from. They lived in one area. They moved away from it. And mostly to kind of get rid of that, there probably was other reasons. And they moved away and this ninja still came. And the woman still invited the man into the house. And not only that, he probably spent the night. Okay. Mm. Let's just be honest about it. He spent the night. Okay. So they found him at Sunday at 8 a.m. So he was in there throttling the daughter all night when you went to sleep. When you went to sleep. So, guys, this could happen to you. You're just a regular guy. You don't even arguing over a straggle daggle. You don't even lose your life by death by simp. Your own daughter got your ass deleted. Pay attention out here, gentlemen. We're going to get to some Super Chats and the next story coming up. Oh, is it the main event already? It's close to it. And we do have John Baloney, Dr. Deloney Baloney, at the end of the day show. Uh, caping. As a matter of fact, maybe we'll go over that next, and then we'll come back into the women or the single women, because the Dr. Deloney video is pretty low, uh, pretty short. Uh, did I get Lance? I did get Lance in the building. Legacy, man. Legacy. And by the way, the grandmama lived in there. Sound like a real plantation house out there in Louisiana. And then just be living with five generations. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to y'all. All right. Anyway. The daughter got them killed. Shout out to Daylay says, Coach, I donated to you so many times, even though it's small, it adds up. He says, I should get a sponsorship. Indeed. You got it, brother. He says, anyways, not to pick on the BW Queens, but according to the national or the NL health, NLHHealth.gov, more than 50% of women have ST. <laughs> you go make the pro blacks mad, but I've actually quoted this, and Ninja was mad at me. But he says 50% of black women have STIs, more than the opposite gender black men. That means more black women are sleeping with the same men in the community, preferably the thugs, the dope boys, the swag kings, and ignoring the so-called squares, the lames, a.k.a. the Michael B. Jordans for future, the rapper. Question, do you think BWs will wake up to this fact or they're still going to blame Jermaine? It is all Jermaine's fault. You already know this. It's always Jermaine's fault. You already know this, man. You already know what's going on here. Um, they are not gonna wake up to anything. In fact, they're gonna they're they'll balk at the honesty of those statistics. They'll be like, "That's not true." I said that statistic one time. Black men were in my on my neck. They was on my neck, and I was like, "Okay, let's just say, like, you can't win." Let's just say it was true. And people said, "Well, the hell with them. Let them die with syphilis," because this happened, <laughs> right? This literally happened. And then we, they said, we're not going to treat black women to health care because that happens too. black women aren't taken seriously by health care. So if, in fact, let's just say it's true and you found out it was true and you were letting black women and black men die of syphilis, carry these diseases on with unchecked because you believe that the data is false. They're just trying to make you look bad, but they don't treat you. They don't give you good health care, access to health care. And then people start later on dying for y'all would be mad. Y'all would be mad. You would be like, this is effed up. They let us out here carrying around the SD. Okay, so now they say it's, they they go, they take the number. Let's say it's you think it's false. And they take the number and they blow it up. Which makes people go, let's get tested. Let's take care of our health issue. Let's make sure we don't uh, pass this around. Let's so with the number, they force more people to get help. Doesn't that help? 
No, no. You're just going to say the number's wrong. That's the white man's math. First of all, it's probably true. <laughs> all right. But let's just go along and say, let's treat it as true. And let's take health care seriously. Simple, simple. But nah, man, people don't want to. People always want to come up with the same. Oh, well, that's not. No, let's treat it as true and operate accordingly, because if we treat it as false, then we keep the issue growing. Then the issue grows. Nobody gets treated. Anyway, I heard somebody say that when I said that they said that's the white man's math. Y'all didn't just do not want to. Y'all don't want no help, do you? You don't want no help. Just, just let's just, let's treat it as true and everybody go get tested because people obviously aren't. If you look at the amount of people who are getting pregnant unwantedly, then just take it into consideration. It's got to be somewhat close to true. Let's treat it as true. Anyway, <laughs> right? Anyway, somebody says, I'm turning into who? Cynthia G. I don't even know who. I never listened to them. I heard the name before. How am I turning into it? All right, shout out to No Government Name says, keep your heads, head up, Henry Resilient. Coach Gang has your back. Henry is actually in court this morning. I believe he's in court, or is he here? <laughs> All right, shout out to you, man. Henry is probably getting whipped into the ropes right now and delivering the big boot. Agent Machines, you know what alert right here? New, 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 new Coinbase order. being sued by the SEC. Crypto took a hit. If they pull through, could be a good opportunity. Where is crypto at? It was at 27,000. Well, I always say crypto Bitcoin. I always quote the price. I always quote the price as where Bitcoin is. It was at 27,000 as recent as the other day. Oh, Henry was here. He out. What happened? Give us an update. But it's probably down now. Henry. Oh, there's Henry. All right. He says she signed. All right. Shout out to you. All right. Let's see what happened. He got us an update. Henry Resilient, he went to divorce court today. He says she signed the agreement. She gets $128,000 plus an AR-15, and she dropped the daycare BS. Final hearing to sign off on divorce is June 22nd. Thank you, coach and the coach gang. I have no idea where I would be without y'all. Stay away from marriage, free agent lifestyle for life. Lord have mercy. All right, so Henry Resilient, the ninja man. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this up on the board for you. He's been going through it here for about a couple of a year or so. I'm trying to scroll up. All right, so uh, Henry Resilient just gave us an update. He thought he did think he was going to be down 120, 120, sorry, $150,000. So, Henry, I got a question. He says, I made it out alive. There he is right there. There it is right there, brothers. $128,000. I can't find the original Super Chat. It's too far up. Um, Where are you going to get $128,000 from, Ninja? My man going to be in you, Super Chat. Me. You need to keep your money, Ninja. I'm a, uh, Henry, you need a job? Henry needs a job. <laughs> he says, congrats. Henry, Hafiz, you're next. $128,000. Man, where are you going to get that from, brothers? 100. Hey, by the way, somebody's just saying this. 120K ain't ish. Let me tell you. Sometimes it's worth to pay the broad off, man. I'm telling you. Sometimes it's worth to pay her off in advance. But if you guys think marriage is a game, 
It's not. It's a business. And I've actually been proving that and proving that and proving that. It is a flat out business. You're in love. She's in business. And uh, she did get real petty. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, shout out to Dev says, Coach, uh, would you have more kids to populate, repopulate the earth? Would I have more kids? Yeah. I mean, not in America, though. <laughs> not in America. Money Miguel says, best show on YouTube. Uh, shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. And uh, yes, I, I would have no problem with it. I just wouldn't do it in America. My aunt says the women in my HR department are all overweight, 100%. 100%. Guys, those jobs just, man, you. I, I was at the DMV the other, other day. I went to the DMV and, I, you know, you have to be there early if you don't have an appointment. So I'm waiting all in the line. Every woman that parked and pulled up and jumped out their car was overweight and when i say overweight i'm talking massively overweight mastodons not just a little overweight they was like waddling into that damn place like massive like eight out of ten were massively overweight i was like jesus obese like uncomfortably obese anyway shout out to henry resilient she had retirement that had to be factored in, and it was it was 150k, 150k. So, brother, my man gonna be eating uh, my man gonna be eating rice. My aunt gonna be eating rice. Uh, somebody said I'm too old to start over. Please, bro, hey, blood, sorry, please. But I'm not. Hey, I always tell people like if somebody happened to come up to me, it's all gonna be a younger woman and said, "Hey, I'm pregnant with your baby. I would get a DNA test, <laughs> right?" And if it was my baby, I would basically say, and I always tell them this, that's your baby, okay? I am not about to be going to Little League, going to PTA. I'm not about to be doing none of that shit. All right, I'm, I've been there, done that. Been there, done that. I'm not, not about to be doing homework and helping them out with the math. Okay, that's going to be your job. Now, I'll be there, I'll be present, but, but, but a lot of women take that deal. Uh, suburban wives take that deal all the time. Now, when the kids get too much, the suburban wife want to renege on the deal. Okay. So guys, little do you know, uh, suburban men are less involved with their kids. It is actually middle-class men pertaining to black men. Black men are more involved with their kids, but suburban wives and suburban families, they tend to do this shit where the dad's like, all right, I got money status. I got my shit set up. You can come in and she'll be like, I'll come in. And he's going to be like, look, you take care of the kids. He puts them on the, he puts them on the, um, he puts them on the traditional role. I'm, I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. You're going to take care of them kids. I ain't going to be at PTA. I might coach the team. Like you're going to be picking them up. You dropping them off. And she goes, yes, 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 yes. And she takes the deal. Guess what happens? Guess what happens? Mm. You know what's going to happen is soon as them kids get eight, she's going to get me worn out, tired, complaining. You're never here. You don't help. My husband never helps. And then she wants to renege on the original deal. You're the one who said you wanted to push out these kids and you was going to take care of them. Now you want to renege. Bait and switch. She wants to bait and switch. And she changes the rules. Well, you're not here. And your kids need to see you here emotionally, not just physically. 
And he said, I told you, bitch. <laughs> I told you, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Didn't we agree that you were going to do this? So then white men get credited, discredited for not being emotionally around their kids. When the women made the deal, they made the deal to do exactly that. I just want to be a wife. I just want to raise kids. Then she switches the game and pulls the plug and bait and switches. And it says, look at your kids. They'll miss you. You're traveling for work and you're not out here. You'll be at the titty bar after work. <laughs> and that's the game they play. So suburban housewives are pulling the bait and switch on these guys. And that's how I would do it. If you if somebody shows up and said, this your baby, I'll be like, all right, you taking care of it. <laughs> all right. You taking care of it. You ain't going to find me nowhere near the elementary school. Go in there and roll them. All right. I've been there, done that. I over-daddied when I, for my kids. I over-daddied. I would not move her in. No, your apartment's over there. You're not moving in. Your apartment's over there. <laughs> okay. I over-daddied the first time. I don't know if you guys know. If you didn't read my book, I was named father of the year at my kid's school. I coached all of my kids' sports. And all I got was just... All I got was headaches for it. It left a bad taste in my mouth. I got discredited. I got painted in court as a deadbeat. I got painted in court as a criminal dad for wanting to spend more time with my kids. All right. Um, I overdaddied. I was on the PTA executive board. I operated a fundraiser for three years at my kid's school. I overdaddied. <laughs> I did way too much. I did way more than I needed to. And still, and still, I got painted as a deadbeat. At the end of it, I didn't get no credit from the baby mom. It actually made her more jealous and made her want less, want me to do it less. Okay. I, they, it's, I still got no credit for it. Other than the outside people, they were like, this man's taking care of his kids. He's super dad. Everybody knew my kids. Everybody knew my, that I was associated with my kids. Like nobody else knew who the mother was. They would be like, who's the mother, <laughs> right? Who's the mother? All the teachers knew me. I knew them on the first name basis. I could go to their classroom. I could walk on campus, walk past the principal's office. I was so well known on, on the school campus. I could do that. And I signed them up. I The kids could not be withdrawn from the school without my consent. I, they all got signed up through me. So if anything would happen, if my ex went up to the school and said, hey, I need this to happen, they would be like, we need to talk to, to the dad. The dad is who they knew as the person who got them in the school. They knew me. They didn't know. So she would show up there and they'd be like, who? What? Oh, oh, that's that's Greg's kids. We need to talk to him. That's how that's how big I was involved in my kids life. And I, I still it's I got screwed over. Still got screwed over. Still got painted as a deadbeat in court. I, I swear to God, dude, I tell you, man, listen, these people out here, there's a lot of women. Not all women are like this. I'm going to admit this. Not all women are like this. A lot of women do not like. It's, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't be involved in your kid's life, they're going to call you a deadbeat. If you over-involved in your kid's life, they literally going to try to mess that up. La Llorona. They'll, look, let me show you this. People think I'm lying. This is how far it goes. And then we'll get to the rest of the show here. This is what they'll do. And, and it's not all. Not, not all women will do I will admit, not all women do this, but this is in their nature. They'll delete their kids so that the father don't have them. It's like, if you can't have them, I won't. Okay, woman threw her two kids off a bridge in Portland 
Why? To get back at her ex, the baby father. A woman who threw her two kids off a bridge in Portland. And she died in prison. Uh, the prison took care of her. All right. They deleted her. The prison has deleted her. The devouring mother. So, guys, look, I'm telling you, man, I did it. I did it to great. The community appreciated me. I coached all my kids' sports. I coached football, soccer, tennis, um, basketball. I was involved, PTA board member. I ran a fundraiser. I was the main man, point man of a fundraiser at my kids' school, raising over $200,000 in three years for the school. I was the point man for it. Okay. And still, still. Yeah, the daughter survived in that one. Still. They rather have been the deadbeat. They rather have been the deadbeat so then they could play the victim of the deadbeat. They could say, oh, look, he's a deadbeat and I'm the victim. Telling you, man, they out here be, I don't know what it is with women, but they out here be acting funny out here. So if this happened again later in life and somebody said, hey, here's, a ch here's your child. Are you going to be there for the child? Are you going to do? Hell no. <laughs> right. I already did way too much. I did. I've coached more kids in my life. I don't need to do no more. I'm already going to heaven. This is why I can act a pure, unadulterated, debaucherous fool. Because I've done, I've done my heaven's reward. <laughs> All right. I've been rewarded with a free pass to heaven. I've coached hundreds of kids. I've coached. We're going to get to this with Dr. Deloney. I've coached hundreds of kids, sometimes for free, sometimes part of the community, sometimes for, it was for my job, hundreds. I got a lifetime pass to heaven. Now I can act a plum fool because I know I got the lifetime pass. I'm going to heaven automatically. Man. <laughs> All right. Automatic. We used to tell our freshman coaches that. I coached freshman basketball at one point. We used to tell our freshman basketball coaches that, hey, you want to coach freshman ball? And they'd be like, no. I'd be like, hey, you get a free pass to heaven if you coach the freshman team. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yep. Because you're going to go through hell. You're going to go through hell coaching the freshman. All right. I don't care what sport it is, what gender it is. You coaching the freshman, you about to go through hell. And we used to be like, you get a free pass to heaven if you coach freshman. All right. <laughs> Shit. Oh, freshman team. All right, shout out to ELS says 128K is a lot. I do pretty good, and I don't got it. Yeah, my man, I don't know if you got 128K. All right. I've coached a lot of teams that with people, the parents will be giving me gifts. Oh, man, thank you. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach, for coaching these bum-ass kids because they see how frustrated I look. I'll be sitting there like, damn. They're like, man, this poor man. All right, you get a free pass to heaven. So now I can act up. I know I'm going to heaven. All right, let me see here. I gotta get I gotta get back on with the show here. And I coach freshman girls basketball at one point. So I know if you coach freshman girls, you going to heaven. <laughs> right? Please. Freshman girls is like coaching coaching freshman girls any any sport. That's like, you might as well coach cats to play basketball. <laughs> you might as well coach cats. All right, let's get some cats. All right, stay between the lines. These Because you're just introducing the game to most of them. They all never played it before. Mm. 
They never played ball. So you just teaching them how to catch, how to throw. Oh, my God. You got to have patience. You want to yell at them. You can't because they cry on the spot. So you really got to be like, you really got to be like. <sighs> All right. Anyway, let's get to this part right here. Uh, let's go. You want to go to Dr. John Deloney and then we'll talk about women and their um, women and their financial issues in the future. We'll come back to it. All right. It says right here, Dr. D Dr. Deloney is still out here simping for women. I'm going to tell you a story about a father. He's going to tell you a story about a father and a daughter and a mother. All right. This is going to be when you hear the story. This is going to be involved for normies. A lot of trauma. OK. And I looked at the comment section of this video and a lot of women related to this story. But I'm going to fill in the blanks as only I can and tell you what's missing from this story. Let's take it away, Dr. John Maloney. I have an 18-year-old daughter who basically has no, it, she doesn't have a good relationship with her father. Um, Where'd he go? So, well, he's he's around. Hmm. Hmm. Wait a minute. What that mean? Okay, you have an 18-year-old daughter. She's an adult, adult daughter. She doesn't have a good relationship with the father. And he already was like, oh, where'd he go? Uh, well, he's around. Mm. Okay. So she already started off. All right, let's continue. Uh, um, oh, the uncomfortable laugh. Um, mm, okay. She already in trouble. They, I can give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, what ha happened was, see, she already fucked up and I already don't believe this woman. So let's start off the first 16 seconds. She's already revealed herself to be untrustworthy. So now she already gave us the uh whom the uncomfortable laugh, a misleading thing. My daughter does an adult daughter doesn't have a relationship with the father, but he's still there. And what had happened was, all right, I can't believe this bitch. All right, already. But here we go. I have an 18-year-old daughter who basically has no it, she doesn't have a good relationship with her father. Um Where'd he go? So, um so, Well, he's he's around. <laughs> um, they, I can give you a little bit of a backstory. Okay. Um, so him and I, we were never married. We never lived together, but they, you know, he would always see her, um, up until about 13 when she turned 13, uh, they had a pretty good relationship, you know? All right, let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. So he's a weekend dad. He got custody. He's around. No, he's not around. He's a co-parent and he sounds like he's pretty involved in the daughter's life. So he's a co-parent. He's not around the ninja because they married, but he's around by custody. And he's taking care of his responsibility. So they got a pretty good relationship at 13. Aha. Ha. Now she's going to find out. She's going to tell us why they don't have a good relationship. And of course, it's going to be Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yep. Because after 13, guess what's going to happen? Now that the kid now can be a little coherent and is not dumb, they're going to rebel. She's going to throw a monkey wrench in that shit. Listen to it. You know, uh, she'd go over there every other weekend and during the week and whatnot. She's lying. She would go over there every. I'm sorry. I got to pause this because there's so many fucking mis there's so many lies in here. It's just crazy. She would go over there every other weekend and during the week and whatnot. What in the hell does that mean? That means he has a custody schedule. That means he probably has close to 50 percent custody. She would go over there every other weekend and during the weekend, whatnot. She is lying. What? 
Play the video. Um, at 13, um, she started playing um, sports, softball to be um, uh, precise. And so um, he got her into really competitive um, teams and whatnot. She didn't like it. The mom didn't like it. So she's playing club sports. The father's pushing it because the daughter said, I want to play. The dad said, if you're going to play, you're going to take this serious. She said, Kaylee is on the competitive club team. And then the mom probably didn't want to pay the fee and probably threw a monkey wrench on it. I'm going to say made the child hate it. But let's continue. And it seemed like he was, it was more so for him than it was for her. Okay. Eventually. Yep. Um, eventually. So she wasn't really enjoying it as much as, uh, he wanted her to. Yep. Um, and so she wasn't fulfilling his dreams as much as exactly. he, he needed them to be fulfilled by his. All right. So now here we go right now. So here we go. Now I'm going to stop it right there. The mom said the daughter was playing competitive sports. The dad was involved, taking her to all the competitive tournaments. He probably was like, hey, if you're going to take this seriously, let's do this seriously. Then the mom was probably. Throwing a monkey wrench, sabotaging it. She probably didn't want to wake her lazy ass up and go to the tournaments. She probably didn't want to pay for the equipment and the fees. She probably didn't. Ah, I don't want her to do this team. Probably was contentious. And then she said that eventually the daughter didn't want to do it. Now, the dad then probably should have let the daughter walk away. All right, go ahead and quit. The dad probably said, nah, baby. Hey, look, we fully invested. You can go get a scholarship. She probably was doing that shit. Now, they trying to say the dad's trying to live the dream, his dream, into the daughter. This is where people make a mistake, okay? This is where people make a mistake because this is why I say damned if you do, damned if you don't. If the daughter said, hey, all of these girls on my rec team is playing club ball, and the dad said, okay, and he wrote the check and he said, good luck at your tournament, I'm going to take your brother to his basketball tournament, the hell with your softball tournament, and he didn't show up. Guess what would have happened? They would have said, they would have said, the dad doesn't care about what the daughter's doing. He only cares about what the son's doing at his softball and baseball tournament. If he would have just said, mailed it in, all right, hey, do what you want, baby, have at it, and he never coached and he never went out there and cheer or none of that shit, he just sat on there and sat on his hands. Guess what they would have said? He don't care. He's not emotionally there. He's not invested in his, uh, what she wants to do. Or let's say like this. If the dad says, nah, you ain't, I ain't paying for all that. He a deadbeat. The mom says she really want to play. He a deadbeat. If the dad said, well, I'm not going to have her. Or if the dad said, well, I don't care what you do. And then the girl just sits over there on TikTok all day. Because what was the girl doing? She's actually doing something that's going to better herself. It actually keeps her away from teenage pregnancy. It actually helps with her depression. It helps not go down the spiral. But if the dad said, no, nah, let her just sit over there and play TikTok. Instead of going, no, you're going to be active so you don't have ninjas crawling in your window trying to shoot me. Because you're too busy at an AAU tournament. You're not going to be having ninjas crawling in your window. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And because the dad's now like, hey, we're going to take this shit seriously if you want to do it. The girl loses interest in it. He should have backed up. Now he's like, nah, we in it now. You're, gonna, you're not going to quit. I'm not going to let you quit. I'm going to make you finish what you started. You're teaching them. Never give up on your dreams. Don't quit because it got hard. Don't quit. Finish what you started. If you do that, you're, you're in the wrong. Mm.
you get, you're in the wrong. So this is where he's in a catch-22. Like he's in a catch-22. You let her quit, she quits. She starts something else, she's going to quit. She starts something else, she's going to quit. And then she'll be sitting on the side doing TikTok. My question is, what is this daughter doing now? This is going to be more of my question that needs to be answered. What is the daughter doing with her life now? Did she drop out of school? Is she sitting on TikTok? Is she in depression? What is she doing? What is she doing better than what she was doing when she was playing something that she didn't want to play, that she wanted to quit? Is she sitting around getting fat? Is she doing what? Boy, going boy crazy? Is she going to college? Is she working at Subway? What is she doing now? See, the thing is, it's always going to be the dad's fault. They're never going to paint it as the mom messed up. The, and, and the mom sometimes sabotage these relationships. They sabotage the endeavors because the dad and the father, the dad and the daughter has a bond over softball and she doesn't. And so she got to cut that shit off. Let's continue, man. Let's continue. This daughter so ridiculous. Exactly. So eventually she got out of the competitive teams and she just stuck with high school ball okay. um, and middle school or whatnot. Um, after that, it seemed like their relationship just went downhill um, because he would always complain and say, you know, she didn't want the responsibility. She didn't no, want. She was 13. <laughs> she wasn't 13. She probably was around 16. All right, so she was 13 when she started. She probably stopped when she was about 16. All right, but now here comes John. Right. Of course she doesn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. You are you are pushing my buttons, and it is early this morning. I know yeah. it. Well, tell me about it. Um, so, so anytime women get somebody to agree with their little side, their little one-sided story with leaving out key information, now she thinks she's winning. She got that therapist on the hook. Ah, oh. jeez. Oh, okay, let me just pause yeah. it here. To every parent listening. Your your kid is not a window through which whose sole purpose is for you to relive your childhood. And your kids think about it. It's another kid tossing a ball and another kid hitting it with a stick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yo. Wow. All right. So the kids are supposed to just man, I tell you, man. Now he's just going to belittle. Ah, it's just a ball and a stick. <laughs> Are chasing us? Anyway, all right, I, I, I can get derailed here, and uh, it's too <laughs> early to be drinking, so go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so um, basically, you know, the years pass by, and... Uh oh, see, dude, this woman, I don't know if you hear this. She is lying by omission. Typical woman lying tactic. She is lying by omission. She's speeding past years. She's umming and on. She's not even giving complete information. She's She can't even do it. She says, so what happened in and the years go by? What? She's skipping detail after. And this ninja, he he's swallowing it like a large mouth bass. He's swallowing right for the bait. <laughs> now she opening up because she got him on the hook. Right here, we go. The years go by. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> um, she's she's eighteen now, so she just graduated high school. Um, and throughout the years, he was he just kind of got a little out of her life, um, little by little. I think the whole softball thing was what triggered it. 
And then he would just say, oh, well, when I call her, she barely talks to me. Or if I text her, she just answers with, you know, hi or no, or, you know, one word answers or whatnot. Um, and I remember I'd always tell him, well, you know, she's a teenager. I don't think she particularly wants to sit down and have a huge conversation about life with her dad right now. <sighs> However, guess who's having the conversations about life? The mother. Guess who's having the long conversations about her life now? The mom. So the mom is now bonded with the teenager. She's now kind of gotten the dad out of the picture by getting the sports out of the way. The one thing that connected the daughter, that was the thing that was connecting them. Now she's blaming him for that. Now that she didn't want to do it, he didn't want to be a part of her life. I'm going to tell you that's false. This is a lie by omission. She says, I think that was the reason. But then she said, the dad still tried to be involved with the daughter's life, but the daughter wouldn't respond. But initially she said, he's withdrawing from her life. Which one is it? Which one is it? He Did he withdraw from her life? Or did he try to connect to her? Which one is it? She said it was both. He's trying to text her and call her. The daughter's not responding. Who's not responding? The daughter. Why? Po possibly, possibly because you're sabotaging it. You've already sabotaged the first connection. Now you've on the now moved on to the second one. Okay. She's lying big time. She's leaving out key data. Why do you know your daughter is rebelling and doesn't want to talk to the dad right now? This is it, it could be something that you guys discussed or it could be that the daughter's in rebellion or is because they maybe you're alienating the, the daughter from the daughter. This is all either one of the three or her mom, for that matter. I you know, so. Um, so he would always complain about that. He's, um, he is an immature coward. Wow. Wait a minute. Who? Are you? This ninja don't got the whole story. He only got this side of the story. <laughs> okay. I'm a minute. How many in? Are we two minutes in. And we got immature. This is why I tell you guys, do not go to therapists and counselors for marriage counseling. Please don't. This is the treatment you're going to get nine times out of ten. This is the treatment. You ain't even told your side of the story yet. And they called you an immature coward. Where? Where Where was the immature coward? I don't see where it was. But in this comment section, you're going to find that a lot of people identify with this, especially young women. My answer, my question to the young women who identify with this is, what are you doing now? What are you doing in with your life now? I would love to hear these answers. And more than like, more likely than not, these bitches sitting around what, playing TikTok playing Candy Crush, playing um, playing Angry Birds, ain't doing, working at the DMV, doing absolutely nothing. Smuggling salami broke out of their skull. All right, I can tell you, most of these people didn't amount to anything because they quit first and then the father quit. Or the mother sabotaged, devouring mother, and the father just said, I'm out, and he checked out. Continuing. Yeah. And if you've listened okay. to the show, I don't throw that around a lot, but I'm so sick. Oh, oh, the only thing worse than I, I get more frustrated over, I get frustrated over kids' unfettered access to social media. That's number one. I get super frustrated by parents' obsession with travel sports and forcing their kids along Forced. and then saying it's for them. Wow. I don't see that as true. 
yes, parents could do that. They could definitely get involved. All right, what would you want him to do? Okay, what is your suggestion? No more club sports? Then you don't have that outlet. The kids have an outlet to not be as distracted because what you're saying is you don't want them to do this, but you don't want them on social media. <laughs> like, wait, if they're not doing that, trust me, they're going to be on social media. They're not going outside. They're not going outside. So the parents know this inherently, and they're doing this as to make sure they get away. They're just going to sit and play video games. Parents are not going to parent. Let me just say this. Parents are not going to be parenting their teenagers 24-7. They're not. Parents, once the kids get about 13 or 14, parents then believe that the kids can kind of raise themselves to a certain extent. And that means they'll give the kid freedom. I'm going to give you freedom. Discover yourself. And with that freedom, the kid's probably going to do nothing if you have nothing organized. This has been proven. Now, yes, parents do get outrageous about club sports, but what is the replacement? What's the replacement? You're, you're taking two, uh, um, you're taking polar opposites and nothing in the middle. There's nothing in the middle with this guy. What are you going to do with the kids? Because the kids are just going to go to their bedroom and close the door. That's all they're going to do if they're not going to practice, if they're not at math, math, doing the math Olympics, if they're not mathletes, if they're not doing study groups, if they're not at practice, they're just going to go to their bedroom and close the door. They're not going to go play outside. They're not going to go ride their scooter. They're 13 and 14. It's, they're, too, they're too cool to ride a scooter. By 17, they're too cool to ride a bike. They need a car. What are they going to do when they have a car? If they're not going to practice, they're going to fornicate and smoke weed. If they're not doing that, they'll be in their room with the door closed, <laughs> right? So what is your medium here, John? You're just saying no club sports. And I especially am sick of kids being responsible for making mom and dad feel special and loved. And that kind of, she just responds with hi or whatever. See, he don't got no answer. See, here's the thing. There was a time, and I actually studied this while I was in college, okay? There was a time where kids created their own games. They could be left out to their own devices, and then kids would go outside and use their creativity to create their own games with their own rule structure, their own hierarchy. What would happen is the bullies would take over, the, the, the big mooses would take over, and then the kids would feel left out. Parents discovered this, and they said, well, I want to protect my kids' feelings because out in an unregulated market, at the pickup game, at the court, in an unregulated market, at the baseball field, at tackle football, kids are getting hurt, kids are getting their feelings hurt, and the parents can't regulate it. So what did parents do? They organized everything for the kids. This is going from the Generation X to millennials. Parents started to say, okay, my kids are going to play sports, and they're going to be organized. It's not going to be pickup baseball. It's not going to be pickup basketball. So most of kids' activities today are organized. That goes for tutoring. That goes for sports. You can never find no kids playing pickup ball. But they'll play club ball. They'll play boys and girls club ball because it's organized. And the parents can watch it and make sure the teams are fair. The teams aren't stacked. The kids get a chance, equal play, and all of this shit. And the coaches are uh, trained, not somebody out there untrained. So that's what happened. We switched generations. As a result, kids that aren't in organized any activity, I don't care if it's sports or anything, kids that aren't organized tend to drift. 
meaning they don't have nowhere to go after school, nowhere to go um, in the evening for practice, no structure schedule, no tutor, no violin, no. So some parents go overboard in organizing everything. Boom, 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 boom. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Why? On days that they don't have this, guess what happens? The kid sits up in their room and does nothing. When they don't have an incentive to participate and organize, their grades are lower. Typically, that goes for any organized, not just sports. They're lower. They have self-esteem issues. They're depressed. They're lost. They're drifting. So parents have gone overboard a little bit, way too much overboarding, structuring everything with the kids. And yes, and everyone got a trophy at the rec league because it was organized. When you go let the kids create their own games, you have stacked teams. Kids don't get a chance. You get a hierarchy, no trophy, and then you get hurt feelings. You get injuries and so forth and so on. So that went from the 80s into the 2000s. That was what changed. So parents now have to structure activities to keep kids out of trouble. And the way to engage dad in that is to make it organized. Hey, dad. Here you go. Your kid wants to play softball. Hey, this is great. Because otherwise, how is dad going to engage? How is he going to be there physically and emotionally? Sports is a great way to do it. Or anything, violin, guitar, whatever it is. The data proves this, that girls, especially when they're in organized activity, are less likely to get pregnant, less likely to be depressed, less likely to drop out, less likely to be overweight, less likely to develop uh, um, you know, uh, weak bones, osteoporosis later in there. When they're doing this, they're probably more likely to be a lick em low lover, but they're less likely to be in the bullshit when they're organized. And the best way to do it and engage the dad is to have him involved in something he's interested in as well. So now when he does that, guess what happens? They want to take the bullshit away from him and blame him for it. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Same thing with the young boys. Young boys less likely to be looking at prime, less likely to have the time to be on social media, less likely to be playing video games if they're out organized, playing something, doing something organized. When they're left to their own devices and they don't have to be at home at three to make it to their tutor, they don't have to be at home to make it to their practice, they don't have to be at home or responsible to keep their grades up to be on a team. They'll leave the school and from three to seven, Barely come home. And what are they doing between three and seven? What are they doing? Fornicating, jerking off, playing video games, watching prawn, and they're depressed, lost, delusioned, smoking weed. And guess what? Now the dad's fault again. Well, you need to watch your kid. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Breaking stuff. I always told my kids. You're going to be doing something, okay? I don't care what it is, but there's never going to be a chance where you're doing nothing, where you don't have a obligation to a team, a unit, a tutor, uh, uh, an instructor. You're always going to be doing something. Now, I have a co-parent that does not agree with that. That's going to be a constant struggle and fight. So she would rather go to the extreme opposite where the person doing absolutely nothing. And then, then they'll say, the person, the kid is depressed. Well, they're depressed because they're doing nothing. That's why they're they're not depressed because they're doing something. They may be disappointed 
they may be they may be mad at their coach. They might be frustrated. But what keeps them in depression is doing nothing. That's what keeps them in depression. Okay, that doesn't get them out of depression by sitting around doing nothing. Okay, so this guy is getting thrown under the bus for being there physically and emotionally and probably overzealous, probably didn't want her to quit, probably knew what came with what quitting, and he probably saw exactly what uh, he thought would happen when the girl quit. The girl quit. She got depressed. She got distance from the father. She probably got fat. She probably sitting on social media. She probably not going to college. Did the mother mention she was going to college? Nope. She probably not going to college. She probably misguided and undecided. She probably has no idea what she's going to do. And she's 18 years old. And guess what? He knew that that was going to be the case. And damned if he did, damned if he didn't. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> what a world we live in. I'm not talking about anybody in my life. I'm talking about people in general. This is all this is all young girls. I'm not talking about my kids at all. I'm talking about all young girls are doing this. This is exact guys. I coached hundreds of kids, mostly all of them girls. I know this for a fact. What I'm speaking is pure facts. They all do this. The girls who did not have sports were 304s, social media addicts, fat, misguided, undecided. I'm talking about this for all girls, all children. All of them. You guys got to understand, I've I've seen this. I've seen girls that I coached, they started off playing freshman and sophomore ball, and then they quit. Then by junior and senior year, I see them sitting in the stands while the other girls are playing, and they're trying to get my girls that are the athletes out to do whole activity with them on the weekend. And I was like, how come you're not playing ball no more? Oh, well, you know, some of them drop out of school. Some of them don't know what they're doing. And then she's trying to get my girls to go smoke weed and go fornicate with the boys in college. Yes, they did. They would get my girls to be like, hey, we're going to go hang out at the college, the community college party. And they take these 16 and 17-year-old tails up there to the community college party fornicating. And because they didn't have the activity anymore, guess what? And I've ex- I actually had one parent blame me. For their kid quitting, when the kid already quit and I invited her back on the team, I didn't even know her when she quit, but she quit. She quit, dropped out of school. Then I got the job, and then she came and met with me. I was like, okay, cool. You can be on the team. Well, she was a year or two behind, so she wasn't playing. Okay? You know, you drop out you drop out of sports as a sophomore and come back as a senior, you ain't going to be in shape. And she probably was fornicating and smoking weed and shit like that. Well, the kid came back out of shape, wasn't ready, and she wasn't up to par, so she wasn't playing. So she quit. Guess what? The parents blame me. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Telling you, bro. Telling you. You need your kids active. And to tell a father that he's trying to live his dream through his daughter when he's only trying to prevent that daughter from being a regular straggle-daggle, when he could have just disappeared and skipped out and ignored the daughter altogether, he was caught in a no-win situation. That's what. Now he's getting blamed for being overly involved with the daughter. Ay, ay, ay. It's unbelievable. And guess who did it? The therapist. The therapist came and now with a half a story threw dad under the bus. 
All right. I know I got to catch up on Super Chats, but I see stories like this and I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with the world and society altogether. Parents will rather let their kids drift than their father get involved with their life. So if the father takes the kid and goes this way with it, nah, I don't like that. (laughs) Again, we want men to lead. And then when they lead, we tell them we don't like the way you're leading. So when the father says, okay, I'll back off. Then they're mad because he backed off. (laughs) What? Okay, what's the solution? Nobody gave a solution. He said, I hate when dads do this. I hate when dads do this. Okay, what's the solution? What should the dad did? You probably should have listened to the dad side of the story and the kid side of the story. All right, anyway. Single women are over 30, ticking time bomb financially. Let's go ahead and show you the story right quick. Okay, this is the main event. Yes, we're finally getting to it. Students are refusing to pay back their loans when payment pause ends. This is as of 6-3-23. If you don't know, somewhere around October, student loan debt payments are going to be back on after three years. Joe Biden promised that he was going to get the debt wiped off clean, and he didn't deliver on this promise. As a matter of fact, to save the country from hitting the debt ceiling, going past the debt ceiling, he had to agree to get those student loan payments back in order. So student loan debt is going nowhere. I told you it's not. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The majority of student loan debt is held by women. Almost 70% of the student loan debt is held by women. So that's going to be a bind for these strong and independent women, right, who got degrees, the majority of them. And if you know this, during the time that they did not pay off their student loan debt in the last three years, guess what has happened? They've had more debt accumulated in that time. So the women that said, hey, get rid of the student loan debt, when the student loan debt payment went on pause, they went out and got more cars. They went out and got car payments at the average, of, not the average, 22% of new car payments are over $1,000 a month. So the, their debt capacity went up in the time they were supposed to be paying down their debt. House payments went up significantly in this time frame over the three years that we haven't been paying down um, paying down the student loan debt. The, the house payments went exorbitantly higher because the interest rate went higher. So anybody that bought a house, you're paying way more payment to that house than it was worth three, four years ago. Facts. People are in steeper credit card debt. Let's go ahead and show you right here. Steeper credit card debt. And especially older women over 30. Check this out. Credit card debt is at a record high. The average interest rate, 20%, the highest it's ever been. Average credit card debt. Guess what? Older women, right there. We always say Gen Z, but Gen X women. And and I'm going to just say this. People are saying, how do you know this is women? Women hold the majority of credit card debt. It's not even close. It's as similar as the student loan debt. So understand when you see these charts, it's like 70, 30 women. Anytime you look at it, anytime you look at it, it's not that the men are running around here with massive credit card debt. There are some, but not many. It is that the women are carrying the debt. We show you the statistics all the time. And now it's at a record high. So no student loan payment, but we happen to have more credit card debt. We also happen to have more higher car payments. And check this out. Check this out. 
what's supposed to be a win is actually a fat L when I show you this. Here we go right here. And they always frame these things as women are doing better, but uh, 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 I think this is not good. It says right here, single women are racing ahead of men in home ownership. Go ahead and do. We all know what's going to happen here. So they raced ahead of men in home ownership at a time the interest rates are the highest. At the peak of the market, where the house is worth way more than it's ever going to be um, um, in at any point over the next 15 years. So they got more house debt, higher interest <laughs> payments that they probably can't afford, consumer debt, student loan debt. This is not a W. This is an L. This is an L. This is not the time for single women to race ahead of men in home ownership. This is not the time, guys. This tells me that people aren't financially literate. All right. Single men probably said, oh, hell no. <laughs> right. Single men probably said, I don't need house. I don't need that much house. It's not a status symbol anymore. This is the wrong time in the market to plunge into it. All right. The prices are too high. I don't have the credit interest rates. There's a reason why I'm not going to get it. Subprime mortgages. These same years, 10, down, 10 years down the line, these women are going to say they were taken advantage of because they didn't know. Okay. And this is how they get into this financial trouble. So let's go ahead right here. Let's go and give you this headline right here. More American, uh, more American women are single. Shout out to you single ladies than ever before. And it's costing them big money. So they're making the money. They might have the debt. This is in general. The debt. Listen, don't argue me and say, I don't have it. So it's not. So it is definitely. So it's definitely. So you don't have the, Oh, you don't have the credit profile. You don't have the, you don't have the ability to actually maintain the single lifestyle. Uh, here's the same article here. Cause they blocked me out. That was in fortune magazine. Now Yahoo has picked it up from fortune. More, more American women are single than ever before, and it's costing them big money. Of course, it's going to be always worse. People want to know what the solution is. Next time Beyonce asks for all the single ladies to put their hands up, there may be a bigger crowd than you think. Nearly 118 million Americans, or about 46% of those over 18 are single, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, but that percentage is actually much higher for women, a record-making 52% of them are unmarried or separated as of 2021. And this article was written in 2023. The growing number of Americans who have never married, either because they decided to marry late or later in life or forego getting hits altogether, has driven the rise of single women in America. The share of never married women increased 20% over the past decade, according to the Wells Fargo analysis in the, of the U.S. Department of Commerce data. Uh, data. Now check this out. I'm going to show you this and come back to this article right here. Okay. They have something called the rise of the she economy, right? You heard of the she economy. I've, I've discussed these things at length, and I've also written about this in my book, The Evolution, called, and I have a chapter called The Debt Demons. Eventually, they'll pass this on to you. What happened? Where did all the men go? And now you have the rise of the she economy. But notice this. A lot of people say the future is female, and that's because of their empowerment and their spending money. They spend 83% of the gross domestic domestic product but take a look at this headline who is the she economy good for is it good for men is it good for women 
No. It's good for retailers. There it is. Girl, spend your money. Make your own money. You can have your own money. Do it. Do it, girl. You did. Be impulsive. Bye, bye, bye. All right? It's your money. Nobody gets to control your money. Spend that money. Spend that money. Who is it good for? Mm. Not you. <laughs> All right? And that's It's you. good for the economy. It's good for the businesses. It's good for the retailers. It's good for the fashion over. It's good for the grocery store. It's good for everybody but them. It's good for Nike, Lululemon. It's good for TJ Maxx, Sephora. Look at this. By 2030, 43, 45% of prime working age women between 25 and 44 in the U.S. will be single. This stat has been quoted very many times. The largest share in history, up 41% from 2018, according to the 35-page study titled Rise of the She Economy by investment bank Morgan Stanley. Now, who is this good for? The retailers. (laughs) Go make your money, girl. Go on and be single. It's better for their pockets, right? But let's go back to the original article. Who is it worse for? Okay, who is it worse for? Who Who does it hurt? It hurts the women. Here it is. More American women are single than ever before, and it's costing them big money. Yikes. Yikes. And they don't see this coming. And the reason why I'm reporting this is not to belittle them. They're already swindled and they can't, they can't, there's no going back for them. There's no going back. This is why they're selling Punani like crazy. But I'm telling you, men, when they get to this age, you better do a deep dive into their financial position. Even if they own a house and drive a Mercedes C class and they got makeup and hair extensions and all this shit. It is proved that women cost a lot more money. Uh, They cost a lot more money to maintain. Not only that, it's also proved that divorced women over the long haul are are hampered by divorce more than men. Men in the short term are hampered by divorce and they have to recover. Men over women over the long haul suffer financially big time. After a separation or divorce, single mothers, same thing, Uh, single women, same thing. If they go, the longer they go unmarried, the more it's going to cost them. This is why I'm telling you, when you get to this mate selection, you must check credit, even your credit. Guys, if your credit isn't over 700, give up dating and marriage altogether until you get your numbers up. Then you can consider it. Get your money and your numbers up. But when you're trying to attach to some of these power couple people, they're in debt big time. That's what's forcing them to want a mate. They want men to be able to bail them out of this situation. Okay. Let's show you the article reading down again. So all of these things we should be celebrating. Here it is. Um, It says right here, the growing number of single adults helps to normalize Americans decision to remain uncoupled and broaden social trends. In fact, 68% of Americans believe the stigma of being single is gradually diminishing. Let's get down to the dirty, dirty numbers here. In fact, uh, it says right here, Yet single women still tend to face more challenges when building wealth. Okay. Says right here. In fact, Harris finds three quarters of Americans say that it can be more affordable to be in relationships. There you go. 
especially when it comes to splitting everyday costs like housing expenses, food prices, and monthly bills. So this is right here a lot of times when they say young girls only want you for your money, I say false. Older women most of the time want relationships to do what? It's more affordable. Everybody knows this. This is everything that I preach on a daily basis, and they're revealing it right here. Many older women, 34, 32, they're trying to tie down. And that's you. They're trying to get people. They're just trying to get roommates. All right. They're trying to split these everyday costs. They're not in there for love. And all and and all singledom is not created equally, especially when it comes to gender parity. Here we go. Women face not only a gender gap. They ain't giving it up, guys. They ain't giving up the gender pay gap. But they also run up against a wealth gap, too. The median household income for married couples is $106,000. According to the census, single women earn a medium, median of a, a 51000 Okay, there you go. So a married couple has more than double the earning capacity of a single woman. Single men make 70K. So again, this idea, she's single and she has her own money. What you're going to find out is they don't earn that much money. And even when they do, they probably still, in general, cannot afford their lifestyle. They can't. They cannot. They might be able to be afforded for a little while. Let the student loan debt payments restart. They're going to fumble the bag. They make less. You can find women that make more, sure. They make less than any of the other cohorts, and they cost more. <laughs> Let's continue. But it turns out the wealth gap is actually even wider than the pay gap, according to research from the Federal Bank of St. Louis. Married, couple, married couples have a median net worth of over $200,000. Now we're getting into what do you own, net worth. What do you own? What are your assets versus your liabilities? In contrast, single men have a median net worth of $50,000, 57, while single women only accrue 47K. And that's all in 401K. Okay. While that's troubling, the Fed's data includes both women who have never married as well as those who are divorced and may be commingling assets at some point. It says right here, the St. Louis Fed research finds that single women who never married have a lower net worth of about 71 cents per $1 compared to the median never married man's wealth and a wealth penalty about 29%. Mm. So single, let me, let me just reframe this shit. <laughs> let me reframe this. Let's go back to this article right here. Remember when this article came out? Okay. Right here, we just quoted the data. They said by 2030, 45% of women are expected to be single and childless by 2030. Immediately, immediately, they got the shaming men. Oh, what y'all gonna do? Let me show you. All the men, oh, y'all gonna be, y'all gonna be lonely. Hold on for a second. Where's the, where's the data right here? Y'all gonna be lonely. Who gonna cook and clean? Who gonna do all that? I did have a title, a headline for you. And they immediately went to that the men gonna lose. They gonna be lonely, jerking off. Uh, people start telling dudes that they need to have game. They had that psychologist, Greg, whatever his name was, that came out. We need to teach men how to talk to women. Uh-uh. Mm. Now, let me show you this headline. Show you this headline right here. What they should have said, what they should have said was the truth. They should have said, this is not good for single women. 
It says right here, single women are losing in today's economy, February 22nd. I mean, February 2022. Mm. That's what they should have said. And that's going to be the case in 2030. They're going to be in trouble. This is not going to turn and pivot and go 180 degrees, 80 degrees. This is not going to change. They're in trouble. This is not good. They're like, we're going to be single and deciding and doing what we want to do, and you're going to be losing. I just told you the data. It's hard to even bat. Listen, some women are going to win. Some women are going to find their way through this. Sure. Sure. But we just, I just made the case that being that this country is going to go almost overwhelmingly single women, childless, unmarried, and a lot of divorces. This is a big fat time bomb and it's ticking. Tick, 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 tick. This is women between the ages of 25 and 44. This is a ticking time bomb. And this is going to be set off by the student loan debt. In the next few months, this student loan debt the issue is going to hit everybody in the face. And it's going to start the time. There's not enough simps to bail these women out. I know you think so. A lot of you like the simps will bail them out. There's not enough. First of all, I told you about the male shortage. There's a male shortage in this country. Women outnumber men two to one almost. In many cases, sometimes in the metropolises, they outnumber men three, sometimes four to one. If you're in a place like Atlanta and you're a man of means, it's 20 to one. If you're a black man, 20 to one. There's not enough simps to bail them out. Like mathematically, there's not enough, right? There's not enough to grab them and bail them out. So they're in trouble. I think a lot of women think that there's an over an abundance of men because there's an overabundance of men that are giving them attention. But what they don't understand is the majority of those men aren't going to help them. They can't. They can't help them and they won't help them. So any man that is a simp that is going to bail them out, he can only bail out a couple. He can only help a few. And then even with the women out here in their own empowerment, selling Punani. Your rent's due, motherfucker. There's going to be a lot of men with harems and concubines. Yes, that's not a bailout. That's not a bailout. These women aren't getting wealthy sitting up under sugar daddy. They are not. Why? Number one, they're going to have to do a lot of, they're going to have to give up a lot of sugar. Number two, they're going to face something called the wall. Yes, there's a wall when it comes to sugar babies. There's a wall. After about 28, it gets tougher. Then you're going to need to bump your age of men up to fit. Hold on for a second. Let's play this clip. Let's play this clip so you know. It gets harder for them to compete. There's a new 18-year-old that's going to hit the market. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? 31. With money? 57. See that? 57. So she's like, oh, I'll go up to 50. They're going to have to keep going up and up and up. There's not enough men, and they can't do this continuously with one guy. They can't sit up under one guy and collect for 10 years, 20, 30 years. They got a short shelf life. That guy can eventually go, okay, you're 28 now. Let me go in and get me another 21-year-old and then make, if he's willing to do that, that's available in this marketplace. So they can't lean on that. If a man's, if a woman's looking for a simp to bail out, it's only a the simps are in short supply. They're in bear, they're there. 
They're there. And that woman can win. That's going to be one out of 100. Maybe one out of 1,000. And guys, let that person win. Yo, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Anyway, as you can see, as you can see, I, I've laid out my case. I did not belittle women. I told them the truth, the absolute facts. What I want men to understand is if you're a man of this age, like you're in your 20s, mid-20s, and you're going into your 40s, you better watch out when you're trying to marry a mate because this is going to be also something she's bringing into your life. So you need to do a deep dive. You need to vet. You need to also do your due diligence. And most of the time, if you're pairing up, in my, in my opinion, if you're pairing up to, with women to make yourself uh, live affordably, that's an L for you. That's going to be an L. Eventually, that's going to eat you. That's going to eat you alive because the reason why, and I'll get on with the show, is if you get into it and you do the 50-50 and she says, I'm pay 50%, you pay 50%. Do not depend on that 50%. Do not you should start her off on 70% because eventually she coming down. So she started off at 50%. And then all of a sudden, all it's going to take is a month. All it's going to take is the student loan debt payments to kick back in. And now she's got a $400 obligation. Then she's going to reshuffle her budget. She's going to be like, oh, shit, I got to meet my bills. Well, student loan kicked in and you already signed the lease. You already signed the lease. All right. And now you need her 50%. You can't afford to go 60 or 70 to cover her her short month. She got to go on a girl trip. Guys, this happens to the guys too, but I'm just telling it from the guy's perspective. She go on a girl trip. She need to get her hair done. She need a new bundle. She got a new car payment. Her house on her property went up as the interest rate. She got an adjustable rate mortgage. Student loan debt. There's a whole bunch of things that kick in. But now she's going to say, I'm short this month. Can you cover? You better cover it. Cover it. Now, when you cover it, I'm going to tell you a secret of how women work. That is the new line. That's the new line. Because whatever you just covered, that is now what it is. So now she's down to 45%. <laughs> right? You're down to 35 She's down to 45% contribution. And it ain't coming back in. And do not ask her for no punani, Ninja. Do not ask her for no punani if you ask her to bump back up to 50%. Because she's going to be like, oh, we're eventually her girlfriend is going to throw the monkey wrench in there. Girl, you paying 50 percent in your house? Oh, I would never. He need to be paying 100 percent if you giving him the punani. And you can be like begging, hey, girl, give me a little bit. Drop your neck. Drop your neck. Mm, I don't feel like it. It's in their nature. They cannot do it. It's the new standard. It's in their nature. They cannot do this long term. This is a short term endeavor. They cannot look at a man with respect and still pay half the, the expenses or more and then drop that neck willingly and enthusiastically. This shit is going to rupture. This is a this is a time bomb. All this is going to take is her, her aunt, her mother, her friends to hear about this shit. What? You paying 55% of the expenses? What? He asking you for an extra $100 for the air conditioning bill? What? He asking you for... Girl, you need somebody better. And she can be like, I do need somebody better. I need somebody to cover 100% of my shit. Then it's a wrap. Mm. Telling you this is a lost endeavor. You're going you're gonna to trick yourself into believing that she's sticking this out for the long haul. In general, you will find some dumb women that will take care of Pookie her whole life. That's different.
That's different. We're talking about you. It's a that's all it takes. It's a wrap. All right. Her her friends catch wind that you you the new standard is now 40%, but then she he asked you to come back up to the 50%. Wrap. <laughs> Let's get to these super chats. Thank you, man. Hit the like button on the way out. Uh, we got our brother here, Henry Resilient. She fumbled the bag in divorce. I will explain after the 22nd of June. Yes, you want to make sure we get everything signed, sealed, and delivered. Right here, Observe and Adapt says, she said she was my ride or die, but she had the loyalty of a fruit fly. Indeed, yeah, man. Now, there's always a perceived better offer out there. This is called monkey branching, which we should talk about a little bit more in depth. Um. It is similar to if a man goes to a, a younger model. I go to somebody younger and better and more firm and fertile. Women do have the right to be able to say, hey, this guy's giving me a better deal. This is what it's about. And everybody would applaud her. Now, if I go for a younger woman with less weather beaten, less wrinkles, less weight, more attractive, I'm an asshole for monkey branching. All right. <laughs> B. Huey. Coach, I was just talking. Wait, I was just about to ask you if you heard about that Portland straggle right before you mentioned it. She, He says, guess that's a yes. He says, anyway, shout out to the coach gang and send it. Yep. She got what she deserved. Kevin, the software tester. Henry is probably going to have to raid that retirement fund indeed. All right, but he can't talk about it right now. He'll tell us how he's able to do it. Johnny Law, that chick is capping crunch about the 18-year-old's father. I bet that daughter wanted to live with her dad. 100%. I mean, study, study these stories about the devouring mother. Many of the times that most of these things are parental alienation, and mu much of it is the daughter has a bond with the father that the mother must destroy because that bond cannot be done by the mother. This is in general. Like she can't, like if the kid says, if the kid says, hey, I want to play club softball, club basketball, club tennis, club whatever, it's going to cost a lot of money. The father will sacrifice his money for the kid, more than likely, in this case, not all fathers. And then if that happens, that means the father has control of the kid's schedule. I'm going to tell you, that's a big one for co-parents. Co-parents, another co-parent will be, feel violated if their custody weekends consist of doing some shit that the father and the daughter enjoys. And she will bust that train up because instead of the co-parents saying, hey, on my time, because do co-parents will do this. Well, I know you signed them up for this on your time, but on my days, I'm not bringing my kids to sports. I know parents like this. I know co-parents like this, many of them. And they will say, hey, I'm simply not bringing my kid because when they're on my time, they're going to do what I want them to do. So if they want to sit over here, if they want to, if I want to send them to my grandmother, if I want to keep them away from you, I'm going to do it because it's my time. Now, the problem that this mother had is that the child was 13. At 13, you can't really do that to the kid, right? If the kid was like six, and they miss a couple of soccer games, no big deal. But now they're on a competitive club team, and the daughter's like, Mom, I can't miss. And the daughter, the mom's like, I don't want to get up at early in the morning and drive you to some location in Fresno so you can play a club team. So the mother's salty 
about the kid participating. And then when she gets there, the dad's like, come on, daughter. All right, here we go. Good eye, good eye. All right, good swing. All right. She's mad as a mother sucker. <laughs> she angry. She had to get up off her lazy ass on her custody weekend and drop the kid off. Then she don't want to be there. She in a hot sun cooking. She can't go. Um, she can't, she got to get dressed and take a shower. She can't go chase salami. She can't go to mommy and mommy wine classes. She can't do what she don't want to do. She can't just ignore life. She got to get her ass up and drop the daughter off. And she's sitting over there throwing a monkey wrench in the whole thing. That's exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you that. I don't even have to be there. I've coached enough kids that to know that's, that's what the mother's doing. And so then when the kid finally quit, and the mom was like, she heard the kids, I'm thinking of quitting, mom. Guess what mom did? Yeah, girl, quit. <laughs> Soon as the daughter mentioned, I'm getting a little tired of this. Oh, you getting tired of it? What you don't like? The travel? What you don't like? The orange slices at halftime? What you don't like? The coach? What you don't like? Yo, daddy? What you, what you don't like about it? Yeah, girl, quit. So the mother rather just sabotaged the daughter. And I'm telling you, the daughter ain't done shit with her life since then. She ain't done shit with her life. The, 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 now the mom don't have to get up. Now the mom don't have to cut apple slices. Now the mom don't have to drive the Fresno. Now the mom can sit on her ass the whole weekend. And her kid can sit on her ass watching TikTok. <laughs> the mom's like, this is heaven. Now the dad doesn't have control over the mom's custody schedule. See, for mothers, they don't like that shit. Because a dad more than likely is going to be like, oh, the kid has this and it's going to interfere with the custody schedule. Okay, so now the mom's like, now nah, I get to do what I want to do. And then they do what? Nothing. They don't end up doing nothing. They end up doing nothing in return. Zero. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So I'm telling you what this is. And she did not fill in that blank. Shout out to Stony Montana. Thank you for the thumbs up. We're going to get all these contributions. Enigma, WPG, as usual, coach, spot on coach. Her contributions came down to nothing, always short of money when excursions and girls trips started. He says, I knew what was up. Then she got kicked to the curb, been one year since. So you felt it. You knew what was up. You started off 50%. Then all of a sudden, they're going to say, oh, I'm a little bit short. Guys, I've had. For you guys don't know, I lived with three women before I ever got married. I had three female roommates. I had one that would always pull this shit. And then when, it, when she got tight on money, guess what she would do? She would come to my room. <laughs> and I never screwed my female roommates. So I learned about female roommates very early. I mean, female nature very early. I lived with three women as roommates only. And I never makes business with pleasure. I, I could have I wanted to be with them sexually. But I never would take myself to it. You know why? Because I knew it would mess up the money. And one of my female roommates, every time she got short, every time some shit was going funny, she wanted to come to my room. Can we talk? Can I cry? She want to cry on my bed. And be all snuggled on me. She had some big titties too, bro. And she was nasty and a freak. She was a freak too. All right. And I would have ruined all the money. I would have ruined the mess because guys, look. She would always come in and be like, well, I don't want to pay half the air conditioning bill is too high. And I'd be like, I'm the one in here not using the air conditioning. You're using the air conditioning. That's how I use. I'd be down and cold on these women. All right. It's all about. Listen, I ain't mixing business with pleasure. So she would. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. Um, 
I would um I would intentionally come home and sit in the hot. This is I lived in the San Fernando Valley. So I would come in and I would never turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> so I'd be sitting up in there sweating with the window open in the middle of the summer, 110 degrees, just sweating. And she would come in and she would cut the air conditioning on as soon as she walked in the door. I knew it. So I played her ass. <laughs> right. So that every time she comes in, I can say, that's you cutting the air on. Now, when she comes on, I'll be like, damn, this is nice. This is nice. Thanks for cutting that air on. So that when the bill came, I'm like, I never cut the air on. I see you always cut the air on. I always have to turn it off. It's always too damn cold in here. Then when I tell her the bill's 300 bucks, you owe the 300 bucks. You owe 280. You don't want cutting it on. And then she don't want to pay it. So she tries to start trying to pay me in Punani. And I was like, nah. And I would tell her, I'm, we would we were close enough to tell her. I was like, nah, you ain't paying me in no Punani. What do you mean? I was like, nah, no sex. No sex, no. I, I mean, come on. Nope, get out. I would kick her out of my room. She got tears all on my bed and shit like that. Get out. <laughs> Give me my damn money. All right, MOB, Ninja. MOB, I'm telling you, man. MOB. Y'all Ninja would have went in there and dived deep for a little nut. She would have never gave you any money. She would have cut the deal right off because you would have been like, hey, you got your 300 on the air conditioning bill? She would have looked at you like, you got that Punani, did you? I delivered that Punani. I ain't giving you shit. You could have begged her. Please give me my 300. I'm going to go broke. I can't pay it. She'd be like, well, it's going to get cut off. <laughs> I don't fall for that shit. I'm like, nope, give me the money. I want my money. Always business when it comes to these 304s. All right, if you're in business with you with them, with I, which I suggest you do never go into business with them, I won't even let them be involved in my business. That's how I am. Don't be involved in my business. But when it comes to them, keep the business over pleasure every time. Every single time. Let them be mad. They made the deal. Always keep them to their deals. I don't care who they are. They could be your mama. They could be your wife. They could be your ex-wife. They could be your sister. They could be your daughter. Always keep them to the deal. Because they're going to want to change the deal. As soon as they change the deal, you back the hell off. Okay, cool. Mm. All right. It's your world now. And they're going to come back three months later. Well, sorry. Because they, you know, they run out here. I don't need you anyway. Three months later. uh, You got some some more of that money? You got some more of that support? You got some more of that emotional support? Uh, what you was doing was all right. Okay, I'll take it back. There's no better deal out there for them. Shout out to my man James in the building. He says simple. He says simply for the knowledge and truth. Thank you, sir. All right. You got to be very much a pragmatic like me when you deal with people. It's either black or white with me. Y'all ain't getting no gray area. Shout out to Terrence says, yeah, the house payment went up from 1000 to 1300 adjustable rate. So think about that. Year to year, your rate adjust. Jeez, $300. New shout out to Red Hawk boss in the building, Michael Jordan. Shout out to you, Money Miguel says they will call six months later, six months to a year later. Let me see if I can get it. He says they went, they want the pokey instead of a stable guy. Oh, I got a whole bunch from you. Let me get 
He says they want the pokey instead of a stable guy. And he says, uh, and they will call six months to a year later. I was just making that point. And they'll be like, mm, okay, what you were providing was very good. Um, and all women use this type of um, mating strategy. This is why they keep, this is why they keep um, orbits, which you would call an orbit of men. So, uh, but they will never let you know about this orbit. Uh, and girls in the junior college will do it. They'll schedule with you. Then they'll say, oh, man, I had to go out of town real quick. Kind of give you late notice and flake. They'll go get throttled. They'll get their money. They'll come back. Hey, uh, you still want to get together? Guys, they do this on dating apps. They do this in relationships. They do this on at the junior college. It don't matter. Your, your wife will do it. Your ex-wife will do it. They'll go chase the bigger and better option. Then they'll come back. Uh, yeah, well, nah, I just had an emergency. <laughs> Is it Pookie? No, nah, they'll, they'll literally, that's how they do. That's, that's, their, that's their strategy of survival. They'll go run over there. They'll come back. Hey, hey, you still want to get together? Nah, you, you flaked on me late. <laughs> what are you talking about? You flaked on my date. Then you said your granny died. You had to go out of town. You had to do something real quick. Three days later, hey, yeah, I'm still available. Hey, man, please take your ass somewhere else. Let's just be honest what happened. You got a bigger or better offer. Fine. But I have a line, too. And your ass in the back of the line. Get to the back of the line. Guys, don't be mad at them. They just took the bigger or better, better deal. That's all. That's all they boiled down to where they took the big, bigger and better uh, fun activity. Their girlfriends wanted to do something. Another dude came in last minute. It is what it is. But tell them, get your ass in the back of the line. You have front line position. Now you don't. Uh, but I don't need you. You're going to need me before I need you. Here we go. All right, shout out to uh, Kevin Sullivan, says, for the Tostada Tuesday fun. Apparently, he says, appreciate all that you do, coach. Big shout out to the coach gang and wrap it up out here. Wrap it up. No government name says a 35-year-old woman that I know has been ran through, just posted her engagement ring with her fiance. It's too bad he never found the coach gang, can't save them all. And he says, coach, you were doing too much coaching and volunteering with the kids. It's obvious that you were just doing that to control them. Let the bitter baby mother tell it. You try, coach. Indeed. Yep, I was too controlling and, and all of that stuff. But uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And as we say here, it's always Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Like, you're not there, it's your fault. You there, it's your fault. You there too much, it's your fault. You there kind of physically but not emotionally, your fault. You there overly emotionally and not physically, it's your fault. <laughs> all right. You can't win, as they say. You can't win. Can't win. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan. Says, good topic, coach. When me and my baby mother was together, she got a letter in the mail about a credit card that got taken out in her name. Come to find out, her mom got a Macy's card under her name. Until this day, she still hasn't paid it. <laughs> Give them the buzzer. Mm. How much could the Macy's card possibly be? 500 bucks. All right, 500 bucks. Somebody says they just like complaining. That is this. That is the nature of female. L ladies, are you listening to me? We we did this show yesterday about them being happy. There's no state of happiness with them. If you meet, if you if you talk to a woman, hey, how's your day? Oh, I've been stressing. At first, it'll be, oh, I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm wonderful. Be around them for another hour. You're gonna hear a a, a calamity. Three three thousand dollars. Jesus. You're gonna hear some shit. 
that you would have sleepless nights for. She'd be like the repo man trying to get my car. I can't afford to get my weed fixed. My titties lower than the other one because my breast implants is about the bus. Um, I'm getting evicted in two months. My lease running out and I need to find a roommate. My car engine blew up because I didn't get an oil chain. My tires are bald. My baby daddy ain't paid no child support. I got my, my lawyer for my divorce suing me for payment. Ninja, you'd be like, what the hell? Ninja, I would not be able to sleep at night. My credit is 436. My credit card is maxed out. <laughs> like what? I ain't got no groceries. The Internal Revenue Service is telling me I'm behind no taxes from 2012. You like what in the hell? <laughs> it's like the Keystone Cops. This is why they should not control any finances. In my life, women don't control any financial picture. Nothing. I don't want you to even know what's going on. You know, yeah, you get an allowance. You get an I don't want you to know what the hell's going on with the dollars. Just focus on something else, please. <laughs> focus on something else. But I want to know, just leave the money alone, please. Leave the money alone. Far Stays far away from the money. But 98% of women don't want that nowadays. They don't. Oh, they just got locked up for DUI. I had a chick. We were supposed to meet. I think we were supposed to meet. I can't even remember what a day. It was like a Wednesday. It was a Kaylee. I think what happened. Oh, you know what happened? I know what happened. So she was cool. I was tired one day. We were supposed to meet, and she said, hey, look, I know we were supposed to meet, but I, I had something. My brother's in town. I was like, whatever. But she gave it to, she gave it to me early enough. Like, she actually called to confirm, and then she said, oh, I got to switch my brother's. I forgot. I was like, whatever. Guess what happened that night? She got a DUI that night. <clears throat> then she came over the next week, because I was like, all right, just come over. She came over the next week and told me the night that she was supposed to be with me, she went out, got drunk, and got a DUI. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, Ninja. And she was like, I should have came over to see you. I was like, well, yep, you should have dropped that. Should have got that barbecue in here. It's barbecue in there. I'm like, man, these people are walking Keystone cops. Walking Keystone Cops. I'm like, yikes. And yet she came over that night. We didn't really do much, but that was the last time I saw her. I was like, she's a she's an accident prone. She got too much, she got too much bullshit going on in her life. She's a storm. She's a dark cloud. She's a dark cloud. And I said, like, I'm staying away from that one. Dark ass cloud. I was like, I don't even want the Punani. After she told me all of that, it was like a turnoff. I was like, man, this is a mess. They goofy. Yep, high liability, high risk. And I think something happened because we were talking about, she was talking about some other shit she was going through financially. It wasn't that bad, but she was like, yeah, this DUI sucked because how much it's going to cost. She had to get a lawyer. <clears throat> and I was like, I already know that you don't have the money for this lawyer. I already know. Like, I already know you're screwed, bro. I'm like, what is wrong with these people? These people goofy. They goofy with their lives, man. They goofy. And really, then they, 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 ladies, they, you just goofy. It's all it is. It's not that you're bad or whatever. It's just that y'all kind of goofy and misdirected, un, 
decided, misguided. No government name says it. I think it's the Working Minds podcast, I believe, CGA. Here's some interest from my savings, and that is a co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. I'm rich, bitch. He says, I found out my girlfriend was over 50K in debt. I told her marriage is off the table if she doesn't sign a prenup and agree to a prenup and let me control her budget for two years before I even consider a prenup. Shout out to you. It's barbecue in there. There you go. You guys got to lay down a line financially for them. All right. If I'm telling you guys, if you get into ladies, this advice is good for you, too, because women have gotten to bad situations with men financially. OK, but this is good, good, good advice. And this comes from experience. Do not get with women who without going through their uh, investments. I'm talking about a relationship. Do not commit to a relationship if you're over 25 without going through her finances with a fine tooth comb sit her down like your boy Caleb does Caleb that guy you know Caleb we show him on this show sit him down ask him hard questions let him shuffle let him get uncomfortable if she gets up and runs she did you a favor sometimes the world is trying to tell you guys to stop messing with certain women the world is giving you every indicator not to mess with them. But you steady want to push and push and push. Do not deal with them. Let them go, man. Let these girls go. If they don't want to answer to financial questions, let they ask. Go cut them clean off. There's going to be another one around the corner in 15 minutes. As a matter of fact, let's get your boy up here, TK Kirkland, explaining this about men. Sometimes rejection from women is them hiding who they really are. All right, here we go. Men should never chase women. I agree. Here we go. You know how when a, a woman doesn't want to rock with you, but the guy pursues her? You're going you're gonna to get with me. We keep pursuing. At my age, from what I see, the universe is protecting you, mm. but you don't see it. Mm. And you keep chasing this person that the universe don't want you with. Then you wind up having a baby. You start having some of the most chaotic things in your life happen. Pain, confusion. Yes. Because you don't understand frequency. Yes. See, when you get older, listening to people, that's why I'm on this I've planet. Been there. I you got to know how to read it like reading music. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And when you see that the woman is not interested, don't be mad. It's that the universe sees something yep. you don't see. Yes. And they're protecting you. Yep. Hey, man. Guys, you got to think of it that way. You got to think of it that way. When they turn you down many times is that they know they don't want to mess your life up. They're like, his life is a little too good. I can't mess that up. Shout out to no government name, BH, over on the Cash App. We're almost done. Mr. Grove or Groove. Grove says, Coach, I'm up at the gym right now with the show on and the screen open. My phone was on the ground next to the equipment and my screen wasn't closed. A black woman asked me, is that Lovey Smith? All right. <laughs> Shout out to her. He says, and I coached, am I still coaching the Texans this year? I said, nope. That's my coach, CGA coach, Greg Adams. He helps, he helps up with marriage, dating, life, divorce, finances, etc. Coach gang for life. <laughs> All right, shout out to the sister out there asking if it's Lovey Smith. Hey, I'm Lovey Smith. I'm Jacques Vaughn of the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, I'm all of these brothers out here. I've been busy. 
Lovey Smith. All right. And uh, did I get everybody? We got the Jimmy ZTT coming in late with Kaylin, and then we're going to get up out of here. He says, put your money in makeup and pet food companies for the better or a better future, gentlemen. The she economy is going to be big. If you're investing, invest in the she economy. You're going to make a ton of money. If you would have invested in the makeup, you would have made a ton of money. Shout out to Kaylin says, coach, a former basketball coach. As a former basketball coach, let me say men are the ones who can average 30 points a game and women are the ones who could average 10 assists per game. Which would you take? The 30-point scorer or the 10-assist player? I mean, it's kind of hard to kind of distinguish. Um, You do need points, but you do need people who can get other people and put other people in position. All right, so, you know, that's a, that's a hard one. <laughs> I can't even say which one I would pick. I need both of them asses. I need both of them. Can I get both? I'll pay. <laughs> right, by the way. I'll pay. I'll pay for both of them. I'll break the rules. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All right, let me check Super Chats, and then I think we're good to go. GTG. Uh, Roberto Moreno. Oh, we got two more. Enigma says, again, CGA is on point. A couple of bigger, better options shut her down after one hit. Tried to reconcile, but no, guys, coach, listen to coach. He's a prophet. Hey, anytime a woman has left you, I'm going to give you something here. Anytime a woman has left you, the other guy was already there. Another bull of the ring, bull in the ring. I still have one more super chat, one more PayPal. Okay. If she has left you for space, she went to the bigger, better option. She got them brakes beat off of her, and then she came crawling back. She wasn't at home doing chicken noodle soup recipes. She wasn't at home learning how to cut broccoli accurately. She wasn't at home making mixed vegetable stew. She wasn't at home. She wasn't at home getting her soul cleansed. She was getting the brakes beat off of her. Now, she happened to come back. She's hoping you forget that. She's hoping you don't challenge her on that. And if you check her phone or challenge her on that or tell her or bring some shit up what she did in the past, because she's going to ask for a clean slate. Let's start over new. Let's start over new. What's the past is the past. We're not going to bring it up. This is all a tactic. Let's not bring up anything from the past. Let's just start from this point. Let's start from June 6th. 2023 whatever happened before that doesn't count if she says this when she when y'all broke up and before that bull was beating the brakes off her and then he pumped and dumped her and then she was left leaking and then she figured out and got up enough gumption to finally text you hey big head Mm. roberto moreno shout out to the goat cga sorry for being late to the party women need to chase men not the other way around my brothers and be somebody worthy of chasing. JC says, just wanted to shout out my four-foot gordita, Ola Mamacita. We got Mr. Groove in the building. Mr. Grove, coach dead on right. With white women in the suburbs, as a white man from the suburbs, I can tell you that you are exactly right. My ex-wife begged me for a kid. I was perfectly content with just her, and my life was balanced. I finally got tired of her complaining, so I started going Roski. My daughter showed up. And she was in over her head and complained constantly about how tired and is she was, even though I took them all weekend, every weekend and at night. And I cooked dinner while this lazy ish 
laid on the couch. Finally, she cheated because she said, I work too much and I'm never around. You can't win. You can't win. He says, if I worked hard to support you and my kids, um, I'm emotionally unavailable. If I don't work, I'm around all the time, but we starve. You can't win. Shout out to Henry for being done with the nightmare of the divorce court. Cheers to you, bro. And the whole coach gang. It is the trap of all traps. It is the bait. and This is a bait and switch. This is a sim simple bait and switch. The quality guy. Four real estate companies lost their Fortune 500 status because of the economy. Indeed. This is the world we live in. Get used to it. Get used to it. This is the new new world that we live in, guys. New, 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 new world. Over. All right. I think I think I possibly got everybody this time. All right. Four real estate companies lost their uh, and Target. Target's been downgraded in the stock exchange. So Target has been downgraded as a company in the New York Stock Exchange. Shit is getting weird. And as you new, know, new, 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 new world order. Follow the money. Keep your mind on your money and your money on your mind. Money over these you-know-what. Yeah, and guys, they are a dessert. They're a side dish in this life. If you make them the main course, Ninja, you're going to be hungry out here. Enjoy the dessert. And ladies, be the dessert. Dress up for me. Put some chocolate on it and some whipped cream. I love dessert. I love dessert. You can be the best dessert platter out here and get the best treatment as a dessert, but you ain't never going to be the main course out here, especially in the position you're in. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here. Peace. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? <laughs> Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most?